everybody. Just going to take a quick break from the show to tell you about the best place oh, to yeah. listen to all your audio titles. You can't beat Audible. Audible yeah. lets you enjoy all of your audio entertainment in one app. You'll always find the best of what you love or something new to discover. Right. They have it all. They offer an incredible selection across every genre from bestsellers, yeah. new releases, celebrity memoirs, mysteries, thrillers, motivation, wellness, business, and more. If it's out there, they have it. I'm telling you, I spend so much time on Audible. I love it so much. So many titles for the show that we, all of our podcasts and everything else. It's just phenomenal for traveling. It's great. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases and next listen recommendations to habituate every type of thriller listener. You're going to love it. Keep your heart rate up month after month with this pulse pounding collection you can't hear anywhere else. Now, the title I'm listening to right now that I'm having a lot of fun listening to is The Devil in the White City, it's called. Oh. It's by Eric Larson. It's the story of H.H. Holmes all oh. around the World's Fair in Chicago and how right. he was able to get all this done because there was so much stuff going on. And it's right. really creepy and really great. Fantastic, uh, fantastic listen. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep for keep the it. entire catalog. Mm-hmm. You can have it. It's fantastic, including latest bestsellers and new releases. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash smalltownmurder or text smalltownmurder to 500-500. That's audible.com slash smalltownmurder or text smalltownmurder to 500-500. Now back to the show. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This week in Gainesboro, Tennessee, a strange living situation leads to an odd investigation when a woman suddenly disappears. Welcome to Small Town Murder. Everybody and welcome back to Small Town Murder. Yay! Yay indeed, Jimmy. Yay indeed. My name is James Petrogallo. I'm here with my co-host. I'm Jimmy Westman. Thank you, folks, so much for joining us today on another crazy, wild small town edition of murdering terrific people. People murdering people, Jimmy. That's right. what we're doing here. Well, we never do one where it's like an animal attack. That wouldn't really be a murder. That would just be I mean, it's an animal murder, was an right? animal. Well, an I mean, animal like a, can be murdered, like a right? bear mauled a man. You just go, well, that's what bears do. Yeah. I mean, fuck, he was in the woods. Get out of the woods, man. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Don't be there. People get bit by sharks. You're like, well, you know what? If you're in your living room, there's a 0% chance. Zero. And that's beautiful. Generally, uh, if you're just sitting on the beach, they don't come up. Then too. Yeah, you they know, don't dive on the beach. Close. That would be tragic. You can literally get to the point where 
where you're not in the water, but you're almost there. That would be tragic yeah. if you got eaten by a shark then. <laughs> it that dove would be, You'd be like, the that's the saddest situation ever. Yeah, if it dove out of the water, right. came up like right by the refreshment stand and took you down, you'd be like, wow, now that's well, you're, well, you're rinsing sad. your feet in that fucking gross fountain. No. What is that? I is don't that, know. What is that water? Is we're that not gonna, city water? We're not going to solve that here. Okay. But thank you folks so much for joining us. This episode is wild. Yeah. This is a this is what small town murder is all about. Okay. This episode, it's a, it's a very small town, yeah. as bumbling an investigation oh, of no. of people that are just it's the the hillbillery here Terrific. is is thick. You yeah. can cut it with a knife. Uh, thank you, folks, so much. Everybody who's given us iTunes You're reviews amazing. this week, we appreciate it so so much. If you have not done it, please get on there. iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is, give yeah. us five stars. Doesn't matter what you say. It's not for our ego. It's really just for business. Right. It helps drive us up the charts, and we appreciate every single one of those. And I'll tell you something else we appreciate. Yeah. Jimmy, you know this. I our, do. our list of amazing yeah. producers that yeah. we're going to talk about at the end of the show. Uh, we really, really appreciate these people. And if you want to join these people, the, the army of wonderful producers that make this show happen, <laughs> yeah. you can do that over at patreon.com slash crime in sports, which right. is the name of our other podcast, which you should be listening to sure. when you're not. Uh, also, uh, if you want to make a one-time donation, you can do that over at PayPal uh, using our email address, which is crime and sports uh, at gmail.com, uh, which is the name of our other podcast right. that you're not listening to. So <laughs> you should be. Christ. You should be. That's the problem. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Also, and this is very important. Yeah. This is beyond plugging. Go to shutupandgivememurder.com. Slash live uh, and get tickets. Slash live. Right. You, also, you can go to the regular website. Right. You can follow us on social media right. and you can do all that stuff. Buy merch, buy, buy yeah. t-shirts to right. wear to live shows. Right. And follow that live link. They're going to be so fun. And God damn please it. come out to those shows Houston, all over the country. Houston, get your asses out there. Houston, you are first up. Yeah. You are leading off. Yeah. Dallas is in the two hole. Yeah. And uh, from there, it gets it, it insane. Goes, uh, Portland and Portland, Seattle. Seattle. San Francisco, Phoenix. Phoenix. You guys better fucking hit cleanup. Let's go. And we go, of course, to the freezing cold northern and eastern uh, uh, cities only in late November and December because we're fucking stupid. But please show up if you're in those places. We'll be there too. We'll be be the guys with huge parkas on (laughs) because we're cold and we live in Phoenix. So come join us. We're going to look like the the Pittsburgh Steelers bench. (laughs) That's exactly. We're going to look a big puffy, the ones that fit over pads. We're wearing those down to our our ankles so uh do that please and uh without further ado it's time for the disclaimer Uh this is a comedy podcast everybody it is we deal with real murders this Uh is all the facts are real everything is real make shit up we don't make anything up of course not that would be terrible we don't do that we would tell you ahead of time if we were making (laughs) something up but we're not uh, at all this is real stuff uh we try not to make jokes at the expense of the victims or the victims families Uh, for the most part that's what we try to do because we're assholes right. but we're not scumbags, scumbags. see that's what we're, that's what we're going for so if you want to have a good time yeah. let's do this because honestly these other I, I, I like a good serious podcast yeah. or a good serious TV show about murder All yeah. the I like that too but it gets a little much just with the you know the, yeah. the son they cut, cut the their head off and it's so solemn and it's kind of murder yeah. porny weirdness yeah. and uh, so we're just trying to make this a little softer <laughs> and I don't know if it's softer because we're making jokes but we don't we make 
make jokes at the expense of uh, small towns because yeah. everybody's from a small town that sucks. Yeah. Everybody is. We all are. Uh, we're bumbling police forces like the one today right. that should be ashamed of themselves and uh, that sort of thing. And even murderers, yeah. idiot murderers. And but that you're going to fucking learn some but stuff. But you're going to learn some stuff. Yeah. So if that's good for you, yeah. oh boy, we're so happy to have you Let's on board. We can't tell you. If that's not good for you, well, you should stop listening now because if yeah. you think that comedy and true crime never should go together, get you're, the fuck out of here. you're not going to like us at all. <laughs> and we're probably not going to like you, so move on. Right. Speaking of moving on, yeah. I know what time it is, Jimmy. Right. It's time to move on because the people out there, I hear them in their cars and their cubicles, unison. if they're not in a very conservative uh, office where they might be fired, and they're screaming, shut up and give it's me murder. murder. And we hear them. Yeah. And we're going to deliver. Let's do it. Let's go on a trip, Jimmy. What I do you say? I would love to. Let's do this. Let's pack up uh, down from Minnesota. Yeah. Very cold. Yeah. We were up there. We were freezing. And we will, we will be in Minnesota for the tour. Yeah. That show is sold out. You don't out. have to put your tots in the freezer there. I don't know if no, you know that. No, you just put them outside. You can leave those on you the Put all lawn. your stuff. <laughs> they have special engines there right. with heaters in yeah. the engines. The block. It's yeah. insane. A like, yeah. a block heater. It's so weird. Block like, that's, warmer. You're in another. It's not even. It's not <laughs> even America. You plug your car in, it's a but it's not to make it climate. run. No. It's to make it run. And we're going to be stuck there in December, so. Nice booking there. Thank so you, The everybody. oil doesn't fucking freeze. Wonderful. We can't wait, though, to see everybody. But we're going to Tennessee. Yeah. We're going down south, baby. Right. And this is, uh, oh boy, is this some rural action here. Yeah. We've done a couple of suburbs lately. Yeah. And we did the one outside Chicago. And the one last week wasn't too, too far from Minneapolis. Right. And uh, this one, though, this is in the middle of goddamn nowhere. Yeah. This is what small town murder is all about. Right. And this is a very underreported thing. Really? That's the other thing, too, is a lot of these cases you'll see. And I try. I look up every case I do right. to try to make sure that nobody else has done it, podcast-wise. minimal is. Po- yeah, podcast-wise, or if yeah. it's something I've never heard of that's right. not even like on iTunes or something. I'm like, okay, I'm sure we did it, and it's you know 42 minutes long. Right. I'm like, I think we're going to do a better job at very, this. Very, very little. Yeah, but if somebody, another big show has done it, or a big show yeah. has done it, well, I try not to do it. Nobody has ever heard of this person or right. this thing that's happened. Even the people who are involved, yeah. seems like, haven't heard of it. It's Last a, time we were in Tennessee, you smoked nutsack. Weed, so I this did. should be fun. This will be interesting. <laughs> uh, we're going to Gainesboro, Tennessee. Yeah. Heard of that? No. Shit, no, you haven't. No. Guarantee you haven't. I've it's, heard uh, of Gainesville, and yeah, I think that's Georgia. That's, and there's also uh, Florida. Florida. Like, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure Georgia has a Gaines or something also. <laughs> I'm sure they do. But Gainesboro, yeah. it's in the... <laughs> Jesus Christ. No. I knew it was Florida. I swear to Christ, yeah. I knew that. Gainesville. Oh, yeah. Well, well I'm sure you did There was an A there. at the end of well, the you, state, so let's, I'm not going to... Your Florida knowledge, I'm not going to bother you about it. You thought there was oil there to begin with, and that's what drew people to the state. So let's just say that Jimmy doesn't know a lot about Florida and move on. <laughs> and, you know, I don't want to know limited. anything about that's that. That's the other thing. State. I don't think he's tried to learn. Willfully ignorant about that shit. He hasn't tried and failed to learn about Florida. He's just like, nope, don't need that information. I Never learned, going there. I learned that my dad is the only person from Florida to lose his teeth not from meth. No. So I don't want to go to Florida. Fell out they are from all, Florida. Have you heard Gator of, fight? Have you is heard of Mountain Dew mouth? That's hmm. a thing. That's Gator. a fucking thing. Jesus Mountain Christ. Dew mouth is a thing. It's like meth mouth. Like but, you have to have like four gallons right, a day. Right. It's like a, an IV. Well, it probably, this, probably only takes 12 ounces of that shit. This Gainesboro, Tennessee is in the northern part of the state, kind of right, kind of in the central part. It's in a, the county's like round. It's yeah. like a, I've never, it's the roundest county. Normally counties have edges and yeah. points. Usually and things. the only thing in the round is a venue. Yeah, this it's is, not. this is, you can tell there was a lot of shit disputed here. To make a round county, yeah. there was a lot of people people probably killing each other because their yard needs to be here 
here and that's on the wrong county. It's not just like the radiation zone or well, something? Well, maybe that too. They said, right here's fine. Right. This whole area is right. going to be the town. Uh, it's a few more miles east and you could be considered in the panhandle of okay. Tennessee. So it's close. And this case is pure panhandle behavior. Mm-hmm. This belongs in a panhandle. It's an hour and a half to Nashville, okay. two hours to Knoxville. So it's the two cities there. It's nowhere near Tennessee. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the two yeah. kind of and nowhere near Memphis, which is all the way on the other yeah. side. But it's, it's damn near Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, that's all the way the hell over there. So it's hours from there. Two and a half hours to Maynardville, which was our first right. Tennessee episode. Yeah. It's in Jackson County. Uh, zip code three eight five six two. Area code nine three one. One point eight square miles. Uh, it's a, a little one. It's a little. It's a little. Uh, it's a little town here. Uh, the motto of this town. Mm-hmm. Uh, very interesting. Interesting. It is quote, come for the nothing, stay because you have no other options, which I think is a very realistic that that that's you're shooting for realism, which I like. I don't go too far. Don't shoot for the stars here. Come because your tank's empty. Stay because there's nowhere to fill it. <laughs> you don't have any money to do it anyway. So join join us, the rest of us that don't stay. Uh, the website of their town is down. That's why there's I don't know what the hell their motto is. What the hell? I've never seen a town website down before. They're just like down for maintenance. I'm like, OK. And I checked like over three days. This wasn't like it was down for an hour. Right. It was just fucking down. Does it have like they the little care. graphics of the, of the under construction? It has a guy with guy glasses with at a computer, a little a little like cartoon man at a computer that looks frustrated, like where he's like he's like pulling his hair out every he's once in a while. It it's it's ridiculous. Uh, the Jackson County uh-huh. motto is quote the Highlands of Tennessee. Uh-huh. So there's that anyway. There's that's lowlands that's of Tennessee? real. There is. There's, there's mountains and valleys. Yeah, if you drive through Tennessee, it's all hills yeah, and is, valleys yeah. and, up and down. mountains yeah. and there's the Cumberland. I think it run yeah. through there. What are the m- big mountains where the uh, were uh, that were on fire? There was back some, east, yeah, in, in fucking Tennessee. There was some. Okay, that were it on must fire be the there. Cumberland. That's the Cumberland Mountains go through know. there. That's the big like mountain. Uh, somebody will tweet it. At range us there. 3, oh, times. I'm sure people will tell us. <laughs> Thank you for your information. Uh, this is in the foothills of yeah. the Cumberland Mountains. Okay. This area. It's known as the quote Switzerland of the Cumberlands, which I don't think Switzerland <laughs> knows about that. <laughs> You're like, sure they're me? not happy about it if they do. <laughs> Excuse me, I don't think so. They're not going to acknowledge it because they don't want anybody to know about. <laughs> yeah, this I don't shit. think. Yeah, we're we don't know any think about the Switzerland that. of Tennessee. Don't put this on us. <laughs> what happens there? This isn't our fucking fault. We're right. over here making chocolate and fucking, I don't know what else, watches and we shit. Have, is have, that the Swiss? We're, yeah. we're printing a cute girl on a box. That's Let all. We got that. Out of this. We're putting marshmallows in it. We're busy. Get the hell away <laughs> from it. You know how that works. They're delicious, though. The second the milk hits it, boom, oh, they amazing. come to life. Yeah. Uh, this area was a popular destination for long hunters. What's in, a short hunter? Back in the 1770s. Well, uh, there was natural salt licks, which which drew game to the area. Oh. So there's just salt popping up out of the ground, okay. which drew game, and this was a good place to hunt. And uh, the long hunter is an explorer and a hunter that made expeditions for as much as six months at a time. Oh, so this he, was, he hunts a long, long time. This is a long, like, yeah, yeah they're a minute for the long game. <laughs> six months. Yeah, he goes That's out for criminal. six months. Ago. <laughs> Plus, what do you do with the meat you got six months ago? Right. That's shit by the time it's gone. Or you got to eat that. Yeah. You got to eat that for, until it's gone and then hunt another yeah, one. Yeah, that's terrible. Or until it spoils. And then you got to drag all this shit back to oh. town, or do you salt it on the spot? I don't know what they're doing here. It sounds very, like a lot of work. It sounds like a lot of work. That doesn't here. sound like vacation. No, it's a, there's. I found this uh, this uh, this uh, passage. It says, "Quote: The long hunter was pecu- was peculiar to Southwest Virginia, and nowhere else on any frontier did such hunts ever originate." Uh-huh. But then they said they were all here too. Yeah, and these <laughs> these were like the main people who who started. Uh, they were critical to the early settlement of Tennessee and Kentucky. Yeah. So 
So these are the people that started Tennessee and Kentucky. Uh, Homeless people. People who went into the woods for six months yeah. to come back with rotten meat. So yeah, that's not a, that's not a long hunter. That's a dude that's camping. You know, like, or that's a guy that's who's a got no, guy. He's got no house. Right. Yeah. If you have a house, it's been overrun in right. six months. By the time you get back, it's by the time gone. you get back, your wife's like, I'm fucking someone else. Now. I am. I thought you were married. I have right. another child. There's a tree is growing in the living room of our old you house. See, I'm it's pregnant. abandoned. See that? No, no. You. Yes, he's your brother. We what had do you a quick want? one. It's yeah. not even. He came out in four months just to <laughs> piss you off. So just to get you back here and to, see him drawing yeah, wind. That's it. But uh, we'll take some meat, thank you. Yeah, this, <laughs> you some of that deer jerky. Yeah, no, yeah, that's that great. sounds delicious. Freeze dry that just like a marshmallow. We are the Switzerland of the Cumberlands. <laughs> Write it down. The fuck is that about? And by the way, how did you make that jerky? You don't have a dehydrator. You just no. leave that on a rock. Probably that spoiled well, in the meat. Sun, is what like, that is. That's going to be good. Is that what jerky was originally? Uh, was just I spoiled know. meat. I think they would smoke it. Maybe. Maybe. I think there was a smoking process or a salting. Pro- there was a salting thing okay. to it because that's how they've preserved meat. I for guess that makes sense. Thousands of years. I think they use salt it and, and then, then dries it out. It dries it out to nothing, and, and then, then it's like, now it's delicious. Now, yeah. Now I have. I can just extract some <laughs> you minerals. Just eaten that. Yeah, that would have been great. Up ahead of time. Whoever invented it surely stumbled upon it accidentally. Well, the other six months of the year, you need something to eat, I guess. This salted shit you found. There was a Avery's Trace passed nearby. Uh-huh. Avery's Trace was the principal road used by settlers traveling from Knoxville uh, in that area, eastern Tennessee, to the Nashville area in the late 1700s, early 1800s. This sense. was the main area, and it ran through there, so people would stop through there. People would hunt, grab some meat, and fucking take off, basically. Uh, Jackson County is named in honor of who? You betcha. Andrew Jackson. You know. <laughs> and it's crazy. It was established by the Tennessee legislature in November of 1801, uh-huh. which is well before Andrew Jackson was even fucking president. Really? That's the crazy part. They liked part. him that much. They yeah. were on board way ahead of the game. It's one of the, it's it's uh, the second oldest Jackson County in the country. They, wow. were, they were the second people that were like, he, he's just enough of an asshole for us. <laughs> That's the guy right there. Nope, I don't care. He wants to, he wants to kill Indians. Right. That's good enough for us. That's He'll do dickhead we believe in him he's gonna do it that's what they did so uh yeah he was uh ground floor people i mean i guess so they they formed it as a part of smith county and then they took some indian lands also they were like it's jackson county so we're gonna take some of you uh he was a u.s congressman and senator from tennessee at that point and a tennessee supreme court justice and a colonel in the tennessee militia jesus he is mr tennessee he did a lot and then he was the seventh president of the united states also uh yes second oldest of the 23 counties named for Jackson in the United States. There are 23. 23. Which Not is, one of them second-guessing that idea. Nope. Everyone's like, perfect. <laughs> We're sticking with it. There's a, There's been a lot of Jackson since then. Pick your Jackson. Maybe it was Stonewall. Maybe we don't know. Maybe it was Tito. We don't know. <laughs> we have no idea. Maybe this is Jermaine Jackson County. We're not positive. LaToya comes often. Yeah. I, I don't know. She's passed through. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, this is the South. There was some, uh, uh, some racial problems there obviously uh the first man hung in jackson county was of course a black man of course uh obviously uh who was said to have made an attempt on the his not it wasn't he wasn't this was beyond slave times here this was uh but it was in like 1940 no this actually i'm sorry this one was actually in like 1812 so this he 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 was owned by another human being at this point which is crazy and he made an attempt on his life which seems sane at that point he was done being a slave if someone owns you i you would probably try to make an attempt on in every movie if someone is like hostage or owned you want they're like go ahead stab them get them in the thing when they're not looking like that's what you want but here 
here. No, hung. You get hung for that. Uh, not great. And uh, so he tried to kill himself. So they killed him for him. But pretty no, they killed the they killed the the, the slave, right. not the not the owner. The, right, right. Oh, the slave so the tried slave to kill. kill. Oh, he tried to kill the guy who I owned you were him. Saying he tried to commit suicide, no, 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 so no. they killed him. No, he was like, okay. I don't want this man to own me anymore. Right. I think I'll stab him I'd now. I'd like to be free. I'd like to be free. Yeah. Or he didn't do that at all. Right. Or he was just like, I don't fucking feel like doing that right now. Right. And they were like, he tried to stab me, right. and then they hung him because that's how they did shit in the in 1812. Uh, the last man hung there in 1936. Shockingly, another black guy. Yeah, I'm sure. We plenty get it, in you between. guys. Don't tweet us with it's, yeah. it's hanged. We know. We know it's, it's hanged. Just we know it's hanged. This it's way. just. It's just sounds normal. But y'all sound stupid. No, it's we fine. don't. I get it. It's hanged. We know it's hanged. We're, it's a. It's a. It's a conscious decision, and we we should reiterate that whenever it comes up because we said that a long time ago, yeah. and we haven't said it any, since then. Right. Uh, Gainsborough in 1817 mm-hmm. was designated as the permanent county seat. Really? My goodness. Yeah, you got to have permanent. that permanent county seat in 1817, uh, uh, incorporated in 1820. The land was donated by a guy named David Cox. Uh-huh. Uh, there, Gainsborough used to be. Now it's Gaines and then B O R O. Used to be spelled full like borough. Yeah, full borough, and they shortened it because they were like, "Do we need the U G H? Is that really?" I mean, You're honestly, just confusing everybody. We're fucking up the mail. It's really messing everything. Pretty much up. everything in the South is is B O R O. It's now. a borough. Yeah. yeah, a lot of boroughs there. Yeah. This borough, that borough, right. all that sort of thing here. Uh, the General Edmund Pendleton Gaines uh-huh. was the man. It was uh, named after he fought with andrew jackson in the battle of new orleans really yes he did uh so there's you that know, i didn't know what the battle of new orleans was uh now it makes sense <laughs> now i get it uh john clemens uh here who is the father of mark twain oh, samuel it? clemens really uh, actually kept the first hotel in gainsborough this uh, is fascinating which is wild i had no idea about that it was near the jail on the north side of town i guess okay. uh you so that's your hotel is where next to their hotel that's yeah exactly Exactly. Stay. Maybe you're visiting. I don't know what it is there. Stay next to the jail. Yeah. You you spit out a a prolific son if (laughs) you do that. Apparently here, Uh, they a lot of uh, this was a hard place to get to for a long time before there was good roads and shit. This is it's rugged territory that you need to be long. Like we said, long hunters went there. This wasn't a place where you just wander through with your family and go for a picnic. This was definitely like a more rugged place. Yeah. It was uh, timber and farming were the primary occupation around here so hard work hard scrabble mm-hmm. not a lot of people yeah. long hunting this is a this is a tough you gotta earn it this is a tough place here yeah it really is here uh there was river boats also that would pass by uh the county that would carry shit around sure. uh, when that came in that made it a little bit better uh they had uh the courthouse burned down of course as they always do yeah. this one 1872 it's an early burning yeah. usually it's 1905 or so <laughs> uh, but it burned uh in the night uh, on august 14th 1872 and and all the county records were lost in the blaze. Everything, everything except the those of the Chancery Court, which the guy who was the clerk of had the records held in a private right. in his private office somewhere. But everybody, away from make that. sure that we know that that Mark Twain's dad was here. But, uh, uh, yeah, that's write it. that down. Write somebody. that down. And then uh, we got right both everything black else, guys first were hung. Uh, um, remember that. And uh, then no. um, I don't know fuck what it. else. <laughs> Shit. Anything. Lots of homeless. Anybody this. old people here? You remember anything from before? Because we don't know shit. This uh, is great this is interesting uh they uh uh they they had uh lost
lost everything. The county clerk, the register of deeds, the tax assessor. Yeah. They said it caused great confusion for many years yeah. on, on the town website. I'm or sure. not the town, the county website, because <laughs> the town website was down. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I had to find information through the county. Uh, that is fascinating. Uh, agriculture was the oldest enterprise. Shocking, right. because labor used to be shockingly low cost. Right. Uh, damn near free. Uh, pretty close. <laughs> Uh, in 1940, though, uh, of the of the 194,000 acres listed in the county, over 172,000 of them are devoted to farming. That's a lot. So that's like that's a everything. high percentage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like 90% yeah. farming. It's tobacco, livestock, and corn were uh, continued to be okay. farm products from around here. The population kind of grew steadily through the 1900s. Every 10 years, they'd have like another 100 people there, basically, yeah. uh, eventually peaking out in at in 1980 at yeah. a whopping 1,119. That's a lot of people which, crammed uh, into a uh, 1.8 square mile. Yeah, miles. well, I, there's shit around it too. Okay. It's a you know rural. That's the town proper okay. there. I'm sure, they count those people. Still if you, a lot. It's all, everybody who picks up their mail yeah. right here in the in the that's, town. That's who it is. Uh, nowadays, though, people here population 955. It's dropping. So under a cool G, yeah. it's a negative five percent since 1990. Mm. But it's gone up in the last 10 years by a few people. Okay. But I mean that could be a couple of families. He's moving in yeah. and somebody had some kids and i Maybe mean there's some mormons fucking Who yeah knows? people are living a drop longer whatever it is but median age here is 37.2 mm-hmm. which the right. average, right the average. 37.4 is the average female population though very much higher 53 percent, which is uh-huh. way out of whack with the norm it's normally my vacation spot yeah it's not bad way do you hear the prices here too uh and the the age groups the 75 and over age group yeah. is double the amount of people so uh-huh. there's a lot of old people and the zero to four like the babies yeah. group is more than double its group weird and it all evens out to be perfectly average it's super strange yeah. it's a weird place it's yeah. just all old people and babies i don't know who's having <laughs> these fucking babies but for some reason it's just a, i see babies crawling and old people with their walkers chasing after them it's like a weird stephen king novel yeah. in this if this place was in maine i'd say i think stephen king made this up this isn't real this is weird as shit uh married populations a little lower than normal so single populations a little higher obviously which yeah. is weird where people are older there's a lot of kids and it's more female heavy it's usually a, so strange statistically a little bit higher on the married side high divorce rate here it's almost twice the uh, average yeah. uh, widowed is more than twice the average mm-hmm. too so uh, more old people like we said uh, married with no children almost 37 percent so that's not, married with no children married with no children 37 married with children only 16.59 percent which is so strange uh but single again under i mean the small population it can really fuck yeah that's up. that's true too single with children is 31 percent okay so there's a lot of people divorced, divorced and uh this is a high divorce area Giving the fuck up just people going fuck it i don't yeah. know but the the good thing is that that actually shows hope to me yeah. because normally in these small towns they don't actually get divorced they <laughs> (laughs) just leave and stay married for 20 years whilst living separate lives having other kids doing a whole other thing and uh they stay married so the fact that they've got the wherewithal to go down to the courthouse (laughs) fill out some paperwork before they go long trapping paperwork paperwork (laughs) is really the difference between civilized and uncivilized it's really just paperwork (laughs) i swear to christ it's all it is that is interesting it's it's, it's fucked up but that's a good point it's a fact though uh race of this town uh 87 percent white 
So very white town, uh, three and a half or almost four percent black. So not a lot of black people here. For so for Tennessee, right. we've seen these small towns. There's either it's either half black yeah. or no black people. That's <laughs> black how black or zero black. Oh, that's how the small towns work. Zero uh, percent Native American. They've long pushed them out of this <laughs> long area. Murdered and raped. Fuck out of, yeah, they're not, not playing that shit. Point three nine percent Asian. That's okay. I will take two restaurants. No fucking more than that though. It ain't happening. One restaurant, one laundry will compromise. That's it. That's it. Goddamn. They still do laundry, don't they? I don't know what the hell them damn people do. Only if they do it with that big spoon. Like yeah, that's why have to. It has to, to be like it. woo and Deadwood. Right. That's what I want. If I need watch Deadwood, if I kill a man, I want to feed him to his pigs. Yeah. Is that a possibility? I was just seeing uh, Charlie from Charlie Bucket's mom stirring the fucking close enough. clothing stew. Close enough. We're having clothes tonight, kids. We're having corduroy. We're, we're having corduroy cabbage. Yay. Enjoy. Shit. <laughs> Almost. That sounds like a meal. It does. It sounds like it's just as real as burgoo yeah. to me. It sounds just as real as burgoo. I'm sorry. It really does. Corduroy cabbage. Corduroy cabbage, everybody. It's ready. Corduroy cabbage is ready. Uh, 6% Hispanic about in this town. Yeah. Uh, another weird thing for the South, 30% religious. 50% yeah. the norm. Yeah. So that is, for the South, it's Super usually 60-70%. The 30%, this is a weird, like I said, this is a Stephen King novel, yeah. this town. 5.1% uh, Baptist. No LDS. They're not no. having that shit down there. Uh, Catholic, 0.0%. 0. 0. <laughs> Ain't having none of that down out here, of here with your kid touching. A little bit of Methodist and Pentecostal. Uh-huh. Uh, 20% are other Christian faith, which I don't know what the fuck that, what weird snake handling, right. you know. They got a Bible and they interpret it their own way. Weird, yeah. I don't know what the hell's going on there. We, I'll tell see, you what Jesus meant. In our church, God we got a chimpanzee, <laughs> and that's instead of a snake. And if he mauls your face, it means he loves you, and so does Jesus. That's how it works in our place. Uh, 0.0%. hits you with feces. You know how that it's works. It's Jesus's love. Oh, it's the love of the Lord. Zero point zero. You have to eat that. That's the body of Christ. <laughs> no shit. Speaking of body of Christ, zero point zero percent Jewish. Yeah. Zero point zero percent Muslim. Of course. Uh, it's obviously forty-one uh, percent of the people in this town are Democrats, and fifty-seven percent voted Republican in the last election. Without faith. With this, it's strange, man. That's so weird. Unemployment rate's a little high. It's about eight percent in this town. Uh, median household income. This is where shit falls apart yeah. uh norm is the norm is fifty four thousand in the country here it is twenty two thousand seven fifty interesting so less than half and uh it, it really shows that with, is broke it's it's a really Fuck. this is, seems like a very depressed area yeah. any kind of white collar job there's way less of that than than the norm uh-huh. there's just not a lot uh not a lot in terms of employment it seems like outdoor shit is your best bet yeah. uh overall here the cost of living we say 100 is regular par average uh overall the cost of living is 75 and you know transportation and health care and all that sure. shit are about normal but housing is a 33 <laughs> uh, yeah uh 79,200 is the median home cost here For a which is a shithole and even some nice houses are really? cheap it's it's insane um a lot of the houses like We'll say about uh, 20%, 22% of the houses are under $60,000. 
So that tells you a lot right there. A lot. It's a lot. A lot between sixty and one hundred and fifty. That's you know a good sixty percent of the houses. It's crazy. Twenty seven point nine percent of the houses and apartments here are vacant, which is a bad sign for real estate. The town is vacant. That's a bad sign for real estate. Usually, that's not good. The prices usually drop at that buyer's market, babe. And if you want to explore that buyer's market, (laughs) if we've convinced you to move to Gainesboro, Tennessee, we have for you the Gainesboro, Tennessee Real Estate Report. Two-bedroom apartment rental house, whatever the hell here, average rental is $740 a month, Mm. which is about $400 less than the national average. Homes here, I found the bargain of the week here, uh, a three-bedroom, one-bath, 1,418-square-feet house here. It's a foreclosure. All capital letters. Foreclosure. (laughs) Warning. (laughs) Warning. $26,900. Cheaper than a Honda Accord, uh, which isn't bad. I found... That's cheaper than the permits it takes to break ground oh absolutely in a, in a well in a normal town right. yeah, and somewhere nice uh, a three-bedroom one-bath 1300 square foot house and it's pretty nice it's just like a nice little house uh forty seven thousand nine hundred dollars not bad and i found a four-bedroom three-bath 2609 square foot place really nice yeah. nice house one hundred twenty nine thousand nine hundred dollars oh. to live in a beautiful house what a deal. not bad not not bad at all so if you can stomach the rest of it yeah Gainesboro might and be the commute place for you. Three hours round yeah, trip to if, Nashville. If you want to retire, maybe that's a good place to retire because it's maybe, cheap. Maybe yeah. that's why there's old people. Or dude, I'm I'm in already. I mean, there's 53 percent women. That's well, fantastic. That's not bad. I Most like of that. them are elderly, yeah. but that's okay. Or divorced and single. That's fine. That's I'm what in. I mean. They got that too. Not a lot of them have right. kids. Uh, things to do here. This is this will attract you too, Jimmy. The sportsman swap meet and yard sale booths are available. Uh, so contact the town when Great. their website's back up for that. <laughs> Can't do it now. Uh, also, for the, a swap meet, for the swap meet, yeah, you got a sportsman swap meet and yard sale booth. You need to get a booth for Come that. Come buy a fucking chair. For Yay, me. let's do Ugh. it. Uh, Doctor Doug Dykus will serve as the uh, who is the uh, Jackson County Chamber of Commerce uh, guy. Apparently, He's he will the only doctor in town. He, he will serve as the Grand Marshal of the Christmas Parade <laughs> this year. So watch out he for has that. The highest level of education. He does. Around here. He graduated from Tennessee Tech University. Wow. Uh, went to the university of tennessee at memphis and got and then went to did his uh i don't give a shit who cares fuck him (laughs) who cares about that guy he's 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 grand marshal of a shit christmas parade for 12 people are going to show up dr doug dykus Dykus, Dysus, it might be. D-Y-C-U-S. I don't know. That's Dykus. He's a smile and look like a nice guy. Uh, The Upper Cumberland Quilt Festival. Holy shit. See beautiful quilt displays, a quilt barn tour. Oh, wow. Auction, square dancing exhibitions. So there's going to be pros out there, Jimmy. Everything's square. They're going to be cutting a fucking rug like nobody's business. Everything's square. Oh, you bet it. Crafts and a country store. You bet. What year are we in? This is amazing. Crime rate in this town. This is the beginning of a fish out of water story. It really is. Someone should, it's the beginning of Doc Hollywood, is <laughs> yeah. what it is. Michael J. Fox exactly is about to show is. up going, No, no, I'm on my way to do tit jobs yeah. in Hollywood. I'm moving to Beverly Hills. And then some girl's going to grab him by the shirt and say, No, come piss with yeah. me in the woods and come scare on, away the deer. Do 
Yeah. Oh boy, that was that was wild. I've seen that movie way too movie. much. Too. What a great movie. Uh, not great, but great. No, crime ring. Car. Crime in this. It was uh, old Porsche, right? Yeah. Crime. Property crimes about ten to fifteen percent higher in this yeah. town. Uh, I don't know why. You know who stole shit? Yeah. That's it's Billy. I've seen him. I've known him since I was born. Uh, violent crime here: the murder, rape, robbery, and assault. The Mount Rushmore still smells like crime here. It they, does. You know, not only do you know who they are, you know what each person's smells like. oh it's you true know, every little you thing know i everybody. know i've seen him i know his car <laughs> they know his i know his license plate number you know it all he uh, uses sun and bounce on his laundry oh, and i, I smell tell. it i smell it from across the way he does his laundry wow <laughs> this is a lot of credit uh violent crime just above average in this town actually but like we said small town the numbers are skewed a yeah. little bit when you never know one guy could be running amok and fucking up the numbers for everybody <laughs> literally one asshole could yeah. go on a crime spree whole town's fucked up fuck it all for all year speaking of uh of one guy fucking it up for yeah. everybody and uh, and and, uh, and murder and yeah. violent crime uh-huh. we have a murder here in this town oh boy and like we said this one here is very very underreported like there is nothing Mm -hmm. about this case in publications in newspapers i found the only mention of this i found in a newspaper was on the bottom of a newspaper the very bottom corner it's bottom section the bottom like one tenth ten percent of the page after all the real articles (laughs) it had like five little articles next to each other all by the same person and it said down home section and it had a i don't know 45 word summary of this entire thing 45 words what they gave of, of the whole entire to case uh, to a murder that to happened a, a and it's victim, a weird one too a victim's family got 45 words but how yeah. much should they cover that fucking quilt oh, festival that's what i mean a lot and the fuck i know about the grand marshal of the parade <laughs> right. i found that but this Dicus got a whole page this without court documents and without digging deep and me going and fucking signing up for these sites where right. i can find shit and records and all this crap yeah. without that without your donations actually thank you for helping us do <laughs> that without all that shit this case would no one would i wouldn't be able to find it we James wouldn't be able have to find a 45 shit about word it. fucking podcast yeah and be like hey guys that. this happened that happened have a good one it's right. very interesting look it up on your own good luck our uh, story fits in a tweet enjoy your day have a good one yeah that'd be great a tweet story all right let's do this that's what i keep telling people that Twitter keep story. telling me to, to narrate one of these listen the fucking story will fit in the tweet you don't want that <laughs> it's not a fucking story i'll be asking you questions right. and be like i don't know i don't know i didn't, James. I didn't find that i don't know what's a long trapper i have no fucking idea i'm bad at homework i don't know what happened (laughs) but the sales (laughs) but the sales jimmy so this murder right Hey, everybody, just going to take a quick break from the show to tell you about our great sponsor, Madison Reed. Madison Reed, Madison Dash Reed, R-E-E-D.com. You have to go there, guys. Well, I should say ladies yeah. here. This is for you guys. This is a the best hair color you can get out there, the best at-home hair color. That's what I'm this, told. Yeah, this is better than going to a salon because uh-huh. you're going to get it cheaper and you're going to get it. It's going to be less expensive. You're going to have more control over uh-huh. it. And with a great product like Madison Reed, it is actually just as high quality. Jimmy, I look Look at your head right now, and I see I it's spots. screaming for yeah. some Madison Reed. Uh, fill it in. Now, obviously, we are two men. I have uh, short brown hair. Yeah. I have no need for any kind of color. Jimmy has zero, hardly any hair at all, <laughs> so really no need for a color there. Uh, we could just paint his head with a Sharpie, but... If he did need color, he would use Madison Reed. Madison-Reed. Madison-Reed.com. Because it's 
for decades, women have had really no options for yeah. this. They can have kind of a lousy hair coloring at home, or they can have this super expensive, you know, complicated process yeah. that takes three hours at the salon and that whole thing. Uh, but now you can have this amazing color. It's salon quality for less than $25. That's amazing. From what I understand, they are reinventing hair color yeah. at home hair color and it's working it's working and it's a lot of the what it is is women are you guys are busy that's yeah. all there is to it you're busy a lot of times you don't have time to go somewhere for three hours or, or you don't want to pay that kind of money you're busy so join all the women who are doing this life-changing awesome thing and coloring their hair with madison reed find your perfect shade at madison dash reed r-e-e-d dot com madison reed would like to honor small town murder list Listeners with 10% off plus free shipping on their first color kit. All you have to do is use the promo code SMALL. That's promo code SMALL, madison-reed.com. Madison-reed, R-E-E-D.com, promo code SMALL, and get 10% off and free shipping. And now back to the show. If you like our show, you need to check out The Jordan Harbinger Show here on Podcast One. Jordan dives deep into the untapped wisdom of the world's top performers, from intelligence operatives to legendary music- musicians, iconoclastic writers to visionary change makers. Listen free each week here on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. We're going back to 1996 yeah. for this, all the way back in time, uh, going all the way back here. I think Casino was real popular in the theaters and shit like that. Probably. Yeah, I, think, I remember renting it in late 96. Yeah. So it was probably uh, Space Jam just came out. Yeah, it was like 90, what, four? Was it? Like I, don't I don't know. It was probably so when I fucking ended up watching it because yeah. I was broke and didn't so see like, shit yeah, in the like, theater. I'm rent it. I have to yeah. wait till it's on VHS. Yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember seeing Casino on VHS really? with the double tape yeah. and all that shit. I remember yeah. that. How much of a fucking nightmare was that? You remember? But it felt like you were getting more for your money you really did it really did as when, you have, a, when you have to lug two fucking tapes from blockbuster as a little little kid when i was like nine i liked i I'd get like wrestling tapes yeah. wwf at the yeah. time and i'd get wrestlemania 4 all the time even though it sucked just because it was a double tape so i felt like i was really getting my money's worth there I think you gotta fucking get up and and go change the tape and be like what happened it stops like oh uh, there better not be previews in the n- beginning of this never shit. never at a good time either Right. It's awful. It's the worst. Just stops in the middle of <laughs> Nikki about to push Sharon Stone's head on yeah, his dick. <laughs> you made me pop your fucking eye out for Charlie fucking M. And then it cuts off. You're like, is he going to pop is his eye? Is he going to kill? Him, is he going to finish it? Gonna put him in the fucking what vice What is he or doing? Not? Is he, he's in the vice. Is he going to finish the job? Is it really Charlie M? What's happening? <laughs> so uh, casino deep cuts here. Right. Uh, my favorite thing, by the way, very quickly in casino is the the guy who uh, in the casino, the kid who fucks up the slot machines right. and somebody steals, and he's like, "You're either too stupid to know, find out about it, or you're in on it. One of the two. Either way, you're out." I can't have you here. Like that's the most beautiful fucking thing in the world. <laughs> and anybody that I, I, I love to use that yeah. so much. The best is that, that he got to say that. A couple people. He, he said it to the guy. Yeah. And then he sits down in his chair, and then the fucking dad cowboy comes in and he tells him to say, "Listen, I, I realize he's your kid, but listen, yeah. he's either too dumb to know, yeah. or he's in on it. There's, either way, he's fucking out of here." Fucking 
out of here. He's like, oh, he's very intense about the whole thing. Can't have him here. I can't have. I can't have it. And then it's like he turns into Robert De Niro from Goodfellas, where he's like the two of them commiserating. I can't have it. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. I appreciate your time. I'll have the governor look over this. This is very deep. Now we've we've gone deep on these movies. Let's talk about a story. Let's talk about a woman named Ramona Long. Okay. Ramona Long. I believe her maiden name is Burgess. Her married name is Long. Uh, Ramona Long, she, in 1996, when we went through the time machine, we, okay, uh, she's 38 years old at this point in time, okay, uh, she's married, uh, she's known to have an alcohol problem, yeah. pretty good one, she's My a lady. pretty pretty heavy alcoholic and a history of suicide attempts, okay. uh, she's not very stable. Do we know uh, what booze she loves? We don't know, I uh, think anything she can get yeah. her hands on. Alcoholic, she's that's not, her favorite. Yeah, she's not, uh, whatever, she's yeah. not, uh, not wealthy, we'll say, yeah. she lives in this town uh times are tough and uh on sale or free yeah when you hear about the living arrangement too i I feel like i don't know what happened to this woman but something her life wasn't great she didn't come up in a perfect environment and then just be like i think i'm gonna go this direction i think i'm gonna be addicted to alcohol and all this no this is this is a response to something like i feel like this woman had a tough life all the way all the way from a young age here uh she's 38 years old like we said she lives in this fucking town Mm -hmm. and she goes back and forth between this town and another town in Putnam County nearby. Okay. There's a lot of, this is very Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. There's a lot of like uh, cops saying, I'll drive you to the county line and uh, shit like no that. Way. And this is in 96. Like this wow. is, it's, it feels like it's the 40s or 50s and mm-hmm. it's so strange. Uh, where, like I said, who knows how, uh, when you hear how she lives, you'll really wonder what the hell happened to her as a young person. Okay. Uh, she is legally married to a guy named Ricky Long. Yeah. Okay seems fine sure. her name is uh long yeah. she's legal she's separated from ricky though yeah. uh not legally i don't think but separated from ricky long and lives with with another man uh she lives with an, a man whose nickname is blue yeah. everybody calls him blue Yeesh. uh his name is otis eugene long yeah Blue is better. Yeah, blue is better. Uh, 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 did you not notice the last name yeah, there? I did. Uh, is, is that a brother? Uh, that is Ricky Long's father. Hold on. Back she, it up. Back up so the she's train. Married to Ricky. And married she to Ricky. Leaves him. They're and separated. Lives with his dad. Yes, we don't know if that's the reason for the leaving, but they live together. And according to court documents, quote as man and wife. Oh Jesus! Which I don't know if that's. I don't know if they're legally married or that if they're just like Christmas. Up. Comma, can you imagine Yeesh. the? I mean, this makes Rulo look like a whole other thing. This yeah. makes uh, Phillips yeah. looks like a whole other deal. Ugh. This Ricky, is, what'd you get me for? You're fucking my what wife. The fuck what is are you this? talking about? And they're 38. He's 60. Yeah. Blue. Old, right. uh, old Otis. Otis Eugene, Eugene. Long. Eesh. He's got terrible names, so yeah. we're going to go with Blue. By the way, <laughs> he's named no, after. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you bet your ass he is. <laughs> he's named after fucking Paul Bunyan's bull. What the yeah, shit is Yeah, this? exactly. It's, it's I don't know. Ox. Well, yeah. yeah it's, it's, babe, it was an ox. The yeah. blue ox. Babe. babe. Babe not was blue. the name, not he blue. He was blue. Fuck. He was blue, though, Jimmy, really so you got it. that right. <laughs> not really. He was blue. We'll give you that. And you figured it out pretty I think he was quickly. a girl, probably. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Who cares? Either that or he called it it's Babe. It's a nursery rhyme. It's like, what's right? up, babe? Is that a rhyme? He was just I like a real Hollywoody kind of guy, yeah. I think, Paul Bunyan. He was like, great cartoon. come on, babe, let's go. <laughs> let's go, babe. Let's go, babe. We got on, some babe. trees to take down. Let's do this. He just... It was like a Dennis Miller cadence to him. Hey, babe, come on. We're going. 
<laughs> they would just chop down a bushel. Would you a... throw those around for me? Come on, babe. Let's do this. So, uh, yeah, this is this is fucking wacky right away. Uh, and like the family, I don't even know. I don't even know where to begin with this because there's everybody in this fucking story, including lawyers, police officers. Mm-hmm. Everybody's related. Right. Every fucking person in this town is related to each other. As far as I've seen, I've heard about, you know, 25 people in this town and all of them are fucking related to each other in some way, shape or form. Like there's a, it's like arachnophobia back to early nineties <laughs> movies where there's like this center, yeah. you know, hive where in the, the middle. Where the bubbling thing yeah. is at. These two, Ramona and, and, and blue, right. everyone in town is related to one of them. Jeez. It's the weirdest fucking thing in the world. They're like the center that everybody springs forth from so uh, did she meet the dad through the husband i would imagine would so, think, think I, so right? I would think she probably met the guy first married him and all that i would assume first met uh, the father i don't know, family functions possibly yeah, the wedding uh, who the fuck knows possible <laughs> uh probably not in situations that were real conducive to hooking up no. i doubt but uh somehow it happened this uh, is fucking crazy and they live right away this is this is batshit yeah. so and not to judge ramona like i'm saying we don't know what happened in her life right. that led up to I'm going to go out with it's just a weird thing My father-in-law <laughs> well especially when you hear what kind of guy he is too blue he's not a great guy blue okay. it's not like the son's an abusive asshole even right. though he is right. uh, and the father's this great nice guy who's just like the son but nice yeah. and you know so yeah. she sees that and I mean you can understand no 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 he complete punch, asshole just doesn't punch her as hard just another asshole Jesus. just an older father figure asshole uh, so I feel bad for this woman she puts up with a lot of shit yeah. and uh, she has a tough life here in uh, Gainesboro, Tennessee. Uh, I hear you can hear the banjos it's ringing out from, from holler to holler. Yeah. <laughs> it's ringing out. It echoes out. in every holler nearby. Oh, my God. Uh, so like we said, Ramona is known to have an alcohol problem, and that's kind of her defining characteristic yeah. that everybody, the first thing they say about her is she had a bad alcohol problem oh. and she has a bad alcohol problem. And She's probably always, numbing some pain. Anybody that's no, that's what I mean. Yeah. She's 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 definitely uh, has issues. Mm-hmm. And this this relationship she has with Blue is just a fucking mess from the start. Really? I mean, obviously, there's going to be issues. <laughs> obviously, you don't expect that one to be I, seamless. No, and not. And this is the thing we've mentioned. You know, oh, I wonder what happened to her to make her want right. to do. But what about the fucking? What about Blue? Right. Who the fuck? How do you do that? Thinks of their daughter-in-law as an option. Right. Who's like? Who goes to Christmas and is like? Who's that? She's hot. Like right. that's not normal at fucking Christmas. So that's my wife, Dad. Yeah. Oh, how you doing? She calls you Dad, probably you fucking yeah. weirdo. That's creepy as fuck. Yeesh. So Man, the, unless he likes that thing, well, which yeah, is fucked up. If and, you've got kids and you've got your yeah, significant other calling you Daddy, that's weird shit. Stop that. That's weird stuff. Don't do that shit. Yeah, that's weird. It is weird. Unless you're Puerto Rican, I feel like they sell each other Poppy, and it's like a <laughs> Poppy's different the same than thing. Daddy. But then they call her Dad Poppy. Yeah. So it's, it's a weird thing. It I don't bizarre. fucking know. Anyway, that's we'll let that slide. So uh, <laughs> that's we, ethnic. No insult to you. Puerto Rican people. White people. Knock that knock shit people. off. It's creepy. Knock it the fuck yeah. off. White people. Stop that shit. So this and what kind of guy is he? It's blue. How did he who did he that he raised Ricky, who was the first person. So she was attracted probably right. to an asshole to begin with. And Ricky was known as an abusive asshole. Yeah. So 
this is a disaster by by all all any measurement you can you can use uh it wasn't uncommon apparently for them to have huge fights ramona and blue have huge blow-up fights that turn physical and everything else and then she would leave him for a while you know she'd go away for a week go stay with somebody else and then she'd come back uh but there's always a there's always a backslide it's a cycle of of abuse that happens fucking a lot uh honeymoon fight honeymoon that's and that's kind of what happens here and during these times, she'd be gone for a while. Sometimes it'd be a, a while. Sometimes they'd be apart for a month. This went on for years. This wasn't a new relationship in 96. This was the, the, the family was long since splintered and shattered uh, <laughs> when this was going on. Uh, so she would date other men yeah. while she was, uh, you know, apart from him. Yeah. Uh, she would date other men and, and, you know, just hook up and find people. And, you know, she was in her 30s, whatever. She's a single lady, sort of. I mean, <laughs> sort of. It's got the same last name as two. Two dudes, <laughs> one she's legally married to, one she's sort of married to and living with. But I mean, one way or another, she's related to both. She's related to both of them and everyone else in this goddamn Eesh. town. But you know, she goes out, and, and I wish she would have found somebody nice and got the fuck out of this. Wouldn't whole, that be great? Out of this whole thing. So I'm happy she's dating other people. I found a nice trucker yeah. at least to take her to fucking seven towns away. Problem is here, uh, nice trucker. He makes a good living. Right. He's fucking has a nice house. He's right. fine. He's steady. Right. Uh, no, not pro- murdering hookers no. across the country. No, but problem is, though, if she found uh, Ricky, who was an asshole, yeah. and then her father, who was probably the, a bigger asshole, uh-huh. uh, Ricky's father, then her choices are probably not wonderful in no. men. She, like I said, who knows what She's she grew up in. She's attracted to a quality. She's attracted to a certain thing, yeah. and it's... it's uh, abusiveness yeah. and uh and it's probably the, the a shared thing with the alcoholism mm-hmm. goes in there and and also just that cycle it's 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 a scientific thing it's yeah. not for us to no. explain we're not doctors but it happens uh <laughs> it was well known also this is the other thing this is so weird well known to everyone in in town and their families which yeah. is everyone in town yeah. uh that uh that blue frequently abused ramona physically sure. beat her up and would hold her against her will so he'd beat her up, she'd want to leave, and he would keep her captive, basically, in the house. And then eventually she'd leave and stay away for a month and date another guy, and then that would go sour or whatever, and then she'd come back. How does and then somebody that is... Rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. Right. If that's a known fact, how does somebody, like, you know, the police not the, well, know that? The, 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 well, they do, and that's the... Wait till you hear later on. This is what I mean. This fucking... This case is infuriating. It's like it's from another time. Jesus. I get 96 is 22 years ago, right. and that's a decent amount of time away that's a a lot of shit has changed in in 22 years but this feels like it's from the 40s or something like some it's like a rural 40s story where they're just like oh them two are at it again Uh, it's like it's almost like a joke like these two physically abusing each other in the middle of nowhere out there uh, and this shit is not a joke it's fucking horrible and uh i was wearing and one back then you know what i mean like that's a that's a product that that existed (laughs) while this shit was going on that's what i mean it's it's relatively the internet existed at this point yeah. So I mean, you could send an email. Pretty deep. Yeah. Like it's, it's AOL was sending you discs. Yeah, this was a big deal. There's like a you lot could, going on that, that yeah. was technology technological. This isn't you know post World War II. No. Everybody just came <laughs> home. You know, fucking post VJ day. Right. This is a different thing completely. <laughs> uh, so everyone knows this. Nobody 
bothers to really step in at all. They're just like, oh, those two crazy fuckers are at it again. Like I said, that goes for the family and everything. Uh, Blue also had a weed growing operation outside of town in the woods, which uh, I don't know. I don't know if he made his living that way or if he, he you know, just supplemented. Just it. a farmer, man. Yeah. That's you know, he just did it for the love. Listen. for the love of the crop. I think is what it was. <laughs> he doesn't even smoke it or sell it. He's just like, man, they grow so beautiful. <laughs> they just grow pretty. You know what I mean? Right. I like to watch. This is like a Steve Earle song. Yeah, this is, is, a, this is very Copperhead Road. Yeah, it's Copperhead Road, but a complete twat. <laughs> That's the difference now. So, summer of '96, yeah. things have gotten out of hand obviously as always uh we're talking july of 1996 yeah. things start to come to a head a little bit uh uh there's a guy named david fox he's a jackson county sheriff's deputy mm-hmm. and uh he is the one who is tasked to respond to a domestic violence call at blue's house okay. between these two and like we said between her and him between blue and ramona yeah. uh, and like we said this is not abnormal this yeah. would be like go on out to blue's house right. again all right jesus okay they're you know, at it again fucking cletus yeah. pulls out right and roscoe's got his you run by out. there turn the water hose on him and come on back will you do that please right. you just I'll yell at him <laughs> tell and pick me up a coke on your way tell her you know what you do tell her to make her to make her famous mac and cheese that blue likes so much <laughs> Once she gets that cooking, he's yeah. going to smell it. Everything's going to be romantic <laughs> after that. Tell her, tell Blue, while she's doing that, yeah. run down to the general store, pick up some bubble bath. Yeah. And afterwards, it's going to be a romantic night. It's going to be wonderful, really. It's going to be good stuff. Uh, I think that's really what happened back then. Rather than, hey, asshole, someone's going to jail for this. I don't know who yet. We'll figure it out. But someone is leaving this fucking residence today. Their idea of a bath bomb was like Mr. Bubble. <laughs> that's it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I got a whole package of Mr. Bubble. That's kind of like a I bomb. I got you a bath bomb. I'm going to put all of it in If that. I just put it all in and crank the water, I think that's a that's a bomb. You're going to be soft. It's, there are going to be bubbles everywhere. I'll tell you that right now. So uh, they, this guy responds. You'll be softer than a Swiss Miss Marshmallow. You know it. Once it's been hydrated, obviously. Because right. otherwise they're not soft at all. They'll bounce. So at this time, uh, this is July 26, 1996, this Fox de- uh, detective or deputy Fox is right. out there. Uh, he responds to the domestic violence call. Ramona uh, tells him that she wants to go to her mother's house and get away from him. Okay. Get away from Blue. Where's mom live? She tells her mom lives in Putnam County. Okay. Uh, so she tells the deputy, sheriff, county sheriff, deputy, please take me to my mother's house and get me away from this fucking psychopath. Yeah. Which good. That's that's a good. That's a it's positive a sign. Yeah. A, it's on the record that this is happening. B, you're telling him that you want to go, right. and then you can talk. To, you, you can talk a little more and at least get shit on the record of what's going on. Does Ramona have no car? Ramona has no car. Okay. Ramona is not in good. Uh, she, she's not her financial. I, I don't think her credit score is very good. Let's her put it that way. Financials are struggling. I a bit. think she's yeah. struggling slightly. Yeah. She's kind of she lives with him and then lives yeah. sleeps on her mother's you know it sounds like she didn't like ricky but she's reliant on booze and needs yeah. somebody to buy it therefore yeah. she will blow somebody else and the closest kind one of. might it's, be blue it's fucking sad and yeah. uh, for a steady one yeah because he's got he's got the up. weed hookup yeah. it's sad and i feel i feel like this lady is like mm-hmm. a this and and the where it is too like this isn't like uh 
you can't just be like, it's there's not no a big city. Right. There's not like where she can be like, look, there's like eight women's shelters in town. Right. Why don't you fucking go to Not that that's easy to do, but that's not even a suggestion. Right. It's a town of nobody. And there also is no there's anything. There's city, no resources. You can go get a yeah. job while, while yeah, you're yeah, on your own. And then you, and then you can move yeah, on You have opportunities. Right. She's trapped in this in uh, this area. And, and cycle. And between this town and her mother's town, it's yeah. just this, this rural area yeah. where there's very little opportunity and very little chance to break a cycle that you're in. Jesus. And if it's probably feels like she's very trapped she should be a long trapper she should be a long trapper six months at a time in the woods baby then if anybody fucks with her she's gonna have some like bow skills she's gonna be wielding a machete it's gonna be beautiful so moonshine's still out there and you'll be all right they're gonna make a fortune more than the more than blues weed farm (laughs) put his weed farm out of business with your white lightning that's right baby so this is fucked up now uh ramona says she wants to go to her mother's house it's in putnam county so fox the detective or the deputy offers to drive her to the Putnam County line. That's as far as he's going. What kind of Dukes of Hazard horse shit is that? <laughs> what is that shit? Yeah. We just got to make it to the county. I'll drive you to the county line. My car just disables if I drive across <laughs> the county line. You can't like drive her them- as a human being, a <laughs> woman right. who's being abused and right. crying needs to go to her. You can't drive her as a human being another mile to her mother's house. You're right. going to drop her off at the sign that says this county now. Well, you like stop it's a magical now, so yeah. get on out of here. Like it's a fucking East German checkpoint. Right. Well, it's a fu- it's another county. Just drive over there and your, drop her off, you your asshole. Your car's not as much as a fucking grocery cart. It doesn't no. leave a grocery store. Fuck, in man. What are you doing? I mean, I guess I'm sure it's some sort of protocol right. or whatever, but honestly. What who's, a shit protocol. Who's fucking checking up right. on this? Like, we can't go into that next day. You're not going in there to, right. to solve a crime or to arrest somebody. Drop her off as a human. Go <laughs> off duty for 15 fucking minutes right. and come back. What are we talking about here? Jesus they, Christ. We can't gonna, go in that county. If they see our car, they're going to kick our asses. Is like, that it? The other... Like, the, the sheriffs from Putnam right. County going to fuck them up? Is that what's going they're on? Like Stadies or yeah, something? They're going to be pissed is. that you're in their jurisdiction. That's what it is. Yeah, it's like it turns into the, the greasers and the socias and they're fucking squaring off in, a, in the park. Holy you shit, on, the police are fighting You on our turf trying to f- solve our crimes out your... Goddamn. Dropping off our abused women? <laughs> we'll pick them up at the county line. Goddamn, Thank you. Goddamn governor's got, got Jackson County over her. Jesus Christ, man. So... Now, Fox, up on us. this deputy Fox leaves with Ramona to go headed to the county line. Right. Thanks a lot, yeah. deputy. And uh, Ramona says, hold on, before we go to the county line, turn this way, which is away from the county line. Yeah. And the detective, the deputy, I keep saying detective. Yeah. He's not a fucking detective. He's a deputy. He wishes he was a and detective. And detectives would be insulted and he would be insulted because he's proud to be a deputy. Who the fuck knows? I don't want to insult anybody. <laughs> he's a sheriff's deputy. Okay. So uh, uh, this sheriff's deputy Fox is like, okay, what's happening here? And she says, oh, let me take you to where Blue has a weed farm. Oh, beautiful. So now she's going to burn him, now too. Now she's turned states up. Now she's, she's turning state. Now she's turning state on him. Yeah. She flipped like a motherfucker, <laughs> yeah. man. She, she, she flipped with the quickness. Pressure. She was getting a free ride out of town with, with zero no. questions asked. She's like, you know what? I changed my mind. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. No, she flipped hard. I like it. It's, it's good stuff, yeah. She had a fucking debate in her own head she, on the way to safety, and she's she like, you no. Fuck this guy. Fuck I've this. had she enough full, getting punched. Full Henry Hill on him. Just I'm not doing this shit at all anymore. So, uh... Uh, hold on, hold on. Me, 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 me. I'm just trying to get into yeah, it because I'm, I'm about to sing I'm about for to you, motherfucker. I'm about to sing you a tune <laughs> that smells like marijuana. You got any a water field in of here? It. I, want to, I want to moisten these pipes. It's a, <laughs> let's do it. Okay, I'm ready. Let's do it. Left. <laughs> she takes him there. Uh, apparently, at this point, uh, uh, the 
deputy was saying, um, you know, what do you want me to do with this information? Basically, yeah. Ramona was saying not to say that she, they got it from her. Right. And he said, why? Why, right. uh, why don't you want that? <laughs> He'll beat me. She said that uh, if he found out that I told you, uh, he's going to kill me. Okay. And she said, he, she said, she told him at that point that he's told me before, if I tell anyone where the weed farm is, I'm fucking dead. Well, that's like, if her? you turn you in, that's the other thing. Keep your weed farm right. private. But apparently, apparently, maybe he needed her to go pick some shit. I don't yeah. know what the hell's going on. Maybe he's using that to instill more fear in her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, this is something Look, that I, I do. I'm do. a kingpin, right. and then if you fuck with me, I'll, I don't know what you don't he's think trying I'm to a do. bad man. I've yeah. punched you in the mouth. I'll show you where control, I grow weed. Yeah, too. I think it's a control, yeah. weird power, strange. Yeah. I don't know, it makes him feel good. Now, uh, she uh, she is goes. He drops her off at the county line, yeah. and uh, five days later, on July 31st, 1996. Uh, Lillian Burgess, who is Ramona's mother, reports her missing oh, no. to the Putnam County Sheriff. Uh, they don't know where she is. They haven't seen her in days. Uh, she came to the house and disappeared. They don't know. Uh, in the report filed in Putnam County, uh, she is described as an alcoholic who uh, has tried to commit suicide many times. That's what they put in the report. They put that her missing. Her, her missing report. because ch- It's characteristic. Yeah. So she's an alcoholic. Okay, let's check the bars. Uh-huh. I mean, that's honestly what it is. Let's check the bars. Let's check anywhere where liquor stores bars if yeah. she likes booze then go where the booze is uh she tried to commit suicide so that's you know she might be fragile when you find her maybe mm-hmm. don't bum rush her if she's you know got razor blade in her sense. hand it just sounds so fucking heartless it does what they ask where might she be what right. what are her characteristics and they're like well number one she's a drunk that's right. first and foremost because that's what everybody says right so yeah, you got to know where to start. I don't know how the commit suicide thing would really be. I guess yeah. that she's fragile, and if you find her, keep an eye on her, make right. sure she doesn't off herself. Yeah, uh, whatever. Her she, make sure you warn her when you make contact. With yeah, her. yeah. We're not here We're, to hurt. No you. one's here to punch you in right. the eye or, right. or kill you. We're not even here to put you in jail because you're a fucking adult farm. and you're allowed to be missing. You're allowed to be missing. Right. You can go anywhere you want. You Do know what? You want. This is the best thing for this woman because mm-hmm. who knows what? Like I said, in the mother's house, who the hell knows what went on there right. when she was a kid? And then you got this asshole. Mm-hmm. Maybe missing is the best thing for this woman to be missing for like, you know, two months right. and get the fuck away from everybody. Now, August 3rd and 4th, uh, she's missing for a few days and uh, they don't really look after her. No. They don't really look for her. No. And we'll find out why. Uh, number one, she's an adult. She's yeah. 38 years old. You don't have to. And they haven't said that she was like in imminent danger right before they saw her or anything like this. The thing with Blue happened days before right. she disappeared. Also, it's probably not in the police report that she told the police where that shit was. No, it's he, not. She probably didn't even. It's the, not. He didn't write down. She, uh, no. The witness may be in fucking danger. That was just no, not at all. That that's not because I think he just kept it to himself, as mm-hmm. we'll find out. These guys aren't real uh, <laughs> swift on the uptake. Not even not no, not even that. <laughs> not even swift on the uptake. They're not real curious about shit. <laughs> like they're I, they're I wouldn't put investigator in any other titles. <laughs> they're just sort of if you call them. They'll show up. They're badged. <laughs> they have badges. If you call them, they'll show up. Yeah. If you need a ride, they'll take you as far as the county line goes. Right. And then they go back to the fucking station. That's it. They're not real cute. They don't really take things and go, I saw that and that. Maybe this. Right. That's not a thought that comes through their, their fucking mind, as we'll find out. Uh, they don't have cop brains. They have cop uniforms. That's what They have is. really nice uniforms. Yeah. They, it's policy, town policy that they're pressed firm right. or county policy right. jackson county policy shiny badge your pressed as clean as jackson was <laughs> there when he ordered the fucking slaughter of native americans so uh august 3rd and 4th 
we know where uh, Blue was. Yeah. Blue uh, was hanging out with a guy named Roy Thomas. Yeah. Now, Roy Thomas would later tell police that he hired Blue to do some bush hogging. Oh, yeah. We've heard about what that is. That's Did we? fucking That's, mowing. Yeah, it's mowing. It's yeah. work clearing land, yeah. uh, basically. Any, any sort of land clearing. Thick bushels of fucking yeah. grass and bush hogging. Bush hogging. That Who's doesn't gonna, make any you sense. You want to go some bush hogging? All right. It's called mowing the lawn, Hey, you're hogging up all them bushes. <laughs> right. Stop it. What is that? It was bush hog. He's a bush hog. <laughs> so, uh, Drew down in fucking Alabama. No, he's not in Alabama. Is he? Hattiesburg, Georgia. Yes, Only in Mississippi. The, hey, Hattiesburg Bang, is fucking Mississippi. nailed it. Yeah, he is. That's, That's where he's at. And he, so when we were talking about bush hogging last yeah. time, he mentioned that he goes bush hogging. I was like, I don't know. It's not goes. That means you go bowling. You don't <laughs> go bush hogging. That's yard work. Says he goes bush hogging. You don't go yard working. <laughs> Do you? Is that a thing? You go do some I, I enjoyable went, leisure prune, activity. I went tree pruning and uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I went tree pruning isn't a fucking thing. That's what I mean. I went gutter clearing. It was pretty fun. Like, that's no, no, never been stated by anybody. No one's ever said that. I went pool cleaning the no, other day. I don't know never, if you know that. <laughs> never fucking said ever. Have you ever said you've gone dish? doing no i went dish cleaning yesterday. i went dish doing woo wee i found me a fork i thought was gone it's never fucking happened so you don't go bush hocking car washing i, I went i go i go dishwashing car washing i go lawn mowing that's a husband stuff. that's a husband making his sunday honey yeah. list sound like he went out of town <laughs> trying to in his brain make it sound like leisure yeah. activities like he meant to do it like he went hiking like or fucking <laughs> where'd you go you went golfing did you go golfing you go fishing well that's cool you know what i went i went gutter cleaning and house painting that's what i went i went a light bulb changing that's what i did Woo! Going bush I went hiding. at it clearing and everything. <laughs> What's his name in, in Hattiesburg? Drew. Drew, Drew. Yeah. Yes, Drew, that's right. Drew in Hattiesburg. Uh, I got to tell you something. If you're, <laughs> quote, going bush hogging, <laughs> you need to examine your your life yeah. and what you find to be leisure activities because yeah. that's weird as fuck he does go go weed smoking too. He does. well that's fine that's <laughs> a that's gonna, a good activity he's coming to atlanta to hey, do that with you <laughs> good nice we're going bush hogging together that's what we're he's gonna, gonna call go it. bush hogging and bring you a bushel to uh, smoke we're gonna that's call gonna we're do. gonna call whatever we smoke we're gonna call it bush hogging <laughs> let's go outside and do some bush hogging come so, on in the green room drew we're gonna do some bush, do some hogging. bush hogging so uh <laughs> apparently he was clearing land with this guy uh oh boy blue has a bulldozer yeah. by the way that he uses to bush hog okay so his bush hogging is easier for him than most people's bush hogging yeah. i feel he just plows right through that shit and apparently he's hired often to bush hog because yeah. of the bulldozer that he has so yeah. he's he's your town bush hogger okay. you got some bushes need to be hogged this is your fucking guy right here or a daughter-in-law that needs to be stolen <laughs> right one or the other you know what it is too the the bush hogging episode before was uh uh betty Where lou beats i yeah, think texas who who also had a fucking a she, backhoe well she did go bush hogging yeah, she, she, uh, she enticed, hired a dude she yeah. enticed a local worker she told him there was something warm in with, it for him. yeah which we were not sure if she meant a meal or something else at that a point. meal or a meal or a meal if you know it wank wank so uh they, they did i guess this was uh several times he came over the weekend of august 3rd and 4th 1996 mm-hmm. uh, uh blue came over to 
Roy Thomas's house to bush hog with his bulldozer, right. uh, which sounds very sexual. It's I'm, fucking so horny. A bush hogger with my bulldozer, good buddy. Let me tell you, the fuck out of you, girl. Oh boy. Uh, apparently, this guy, a blue, came over to Thomas's house early one morning and performed the work, and then came over to clean up another time yeah. uh, the next day. And Thomas says that uh, blue acted completely normal. Yeah. Nothing's wrong. Normal blue coming over to Bush Hog like any other day. Normal day. Yeah. Uh, August 4th, 1996, uh, a guy named Lewis Paul Lawson, uh, who he is a friend of Blue's. Mm-hmm. He went over Blue's house to play pool, apparently. Yeah. So Blue's got a pool table, yeah. which I, I weed money will get you that. Yeah. No wonder why. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if Ricky has a pool table. That yeah. might be the yeah. thing. If you're That's what got her. Maybe, maybe yeah. he was like, I got a pool table, a po- and she was like, Maybe he's got a pony keg back fuck. there too. Oh, he's got like a full that'll pool get you room. A yeah. Oh no, with a little bar of the yeah. pony keg. Yeah, that'll get you lots of girls <laughs> in the in the fifties in Wisconsin if you're fifteen years old. <laughs> they'll get you. Someone met bed puddle. That's what I bet. In a, in a paneled basement <laughs> at a at a buddy's house who had basement. a pool table. It was there a piece go. of shit pool table. Yeah. Well, we we duct taped the shoots together yeah, to no, get no, the no. balls to return. The quality of the pool table is going to equal the quality of the people it's, involved yeah. i feel like if, if you get duct taped pool shoots this you is, also get bed pissers yeah th- this is just probably plywood <laughs> yeah, right. with like one of those things you put around the inside of a crib so the baby doesn't hit their head one of those pads like <laughs> that bumper. around that's the bumper it's just that around plywood with holes drilled in the plywood several of them none of them it's match a, none of them the, fucking match yeah, they're the in weird places side with the teddy bears <laughs> this is a special pool table here too by the way this is the holes ain't in the normal places no. that you you usually find them Eight ball, straight up the middle. Straight up the middle. (laughs) Boom. Pow. You got it, buddy. Bam. That's fucking perfect. So they played some awkward uh, off-hole pool pool games here. Uh, It's a Sunday, August 4th. Yeah. Uh, Also was there was this so fucking weird. You know who else was there? Who? Ricky. Of course. Ricky was over there hanging out, playing pool. With his dad who stole his wife. With his dad who stole his wife, who his wife is now living with him as man and wife, according to the state, but missing somewhere, legally missing at the same time. But also on the run in Putnam County to, to play, her mom's house. To play pool on the table with 11 holes. This is a fucking, yeah, 11, we, it's a different amount, we know, but it's more fun that way. You got a better chance of getting a hole in there. We're not, we ain't too good at this. We play slop, so if you hit the ball hard enough, yeah, it's going to go in. It's going to go in somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. So uh, uh, I guess a bunch of other people were there, too. This was like a pool playing Sunday kind of party. Yeah. It's in the, the pool tables in Blue's garage oh boy. at that point. Oh, the racist uh, joke slang. Oh, my God, the racist joke jokes that were flying around were probably you know terrible. what a mexican and a cue ball have in common it's yeah. jokes like that well and it's funny too because when i first read otis and yeah. it's not o-t-i-s it's o-d-u-s what otis so i thought it was a black guy i yeah. thought it was like an old-timey black yeah. name for some reason i'm like that's <laughs> a, like not. that sounds biblical that sounds right. like but it's not it's a very very white name and everybody i looked up like people named o-d-u-s yeah. a bunch of 75 year old white men wow just pictures pages of 75 year old white men that that many dumb people back in that generation nobody had oh, no idea how to spell it nobody under the age of 60 right now is named odus yeah. in the entire nation <laughs> that i could fucking find it's a generation and they're thing. all white they're yeah. just all white everybody has overalls so on. many overalls. so many overalls <laughs> So uh, this Lawson, they're all playing pool and, yeah. you know, yeehaw, oh boy, yeah. this is a good time. Good old time. Lawson, this Lewis Paul Lawson, asked uh, asked Blue about a smell. 
He's like, it, what does that smell? Something smells in here. He says, he just said there was a real, like a sour, foul yeah. odor. He's like, what the fuck is that? And what does that smell, man, in this garage? And you're in a garage, but yeah. this was like a different kind of smell. This wasn't like, you know, he had, he had some dirty overalls he threw in the corner yeah. or something. This was worse. And Blue said uh, that he thought one of his dogs probably brought a dead animal near the residence. He's like, ah, oh, they go out in the woods and eat shit and bring it here all the time. Oh, boy. Drag shit back and leave it outside you the garage. Try to find that and so get rid of that smell? So he's like, ah, who knows? Nah, it's all right. You Jesus. know, it's right next to the outhouse. So yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of killing that smell, yeah. if I'm being honest with you. <laughs> you want to smell poop right. or animal? You want shit bucket or, or animal? Or dead raccoon. Right. Which one? Because I got both. Trust me. In spades, buddy. <laughs> right. I got it all. So uh, he says that and uh lawson yeah. says that you know he just acted normal real casual he was just like no no it's probably an animal he said it happens all the time that sounds right dogs just come in and the guy was just like whatever that sounds right what world do you live in where somebody says that you live in gainsborough tennessee sounds right yeah you you're a hillbilly who yeah. lives in gainsborough tennessee and doesn't question a, a foul smell at a man who's fucking stole his daughter-in-law from his son and whose son still comes over to play pool on a sunday not a lot of people a weird shit, shit going on. Yeah. Nobody does. No. Police. Go, okay. Everyone just is like, all right, shrugs their shoulders. <laughs> this is the most. We had another story where the, the cops just went, all right, all right. Story that's ever. it. It's just a lot of shoulder shrugging. You can't say, all right, without yeah. shrugging your shoulders like that. You just can't. All right. When they just walk away. Oh, none of my business. Yeah. With a badge on. Yeah. The county sheriff. None of my business. I'm actually. Gonna, I'm not going to pry into your affairs. Listen, sir. I, I, I understand you lack your privacy. <laughs> So these people here, they said they acted, everyone said he acted normal. They, yeah. He didn't like freak out about being asked about the smell. He was just like, yeah, just a family of animal dogs, no problem here. Now, August 5th, 1996, the next day, a Monday morning, this is when shit really picks up and starts going crazy. Just going to take a quick break from the show to tell you a little bit more about Simply Safe Home Security. SimplySafe.com. That is S I M P L I Safe.com. We love this alarm system. Yeah, this is a really it's awesome, right. convenient, it gives you peace of mind. It's everything you need to protect your home, nothing you don't. Most of these alarm companies are really annoying because they load your home up with obnoxious hardwired technology yeah. and you wait forever to have it installed. You're bombarded with contracts and all this type of thing. Simply Safe is different. It doesn't do any of that stuff. It's security you actually want. It's designed so you won't notice it. You never have to think about it. It's that easy. It's intuitive. There's no contract. They work hard to earn your business. That's how they're going to keep your business. Mm -hmm. They're going to earn it. They're not going to just tie you in with a contract that right. you're forced to stay there. Make you love it. That's right. 24-7 monitoring. Police and fire dispatch. Just 15 a month for that. $15 a month. Comprehensive protection for your windows doors, every single room, backups, protecting your home. Even if you lose power, you lose internet, someone attacks the system, it's all backed up, no problem at all. Right. It's won Editor's Choice Awards from CNET, PC Magazine, and The Wire Cutter. And Simply Safe protects over 2 million people. Visit simplysafe.com today for free shipping and free returns on a 60-day risk-free trial. Go now, simplysafe.com slash small. SimplySafe.com slash small. S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E dot com slash small. And now back to the show. Got a 
going to take a quick break from the show to tell you a little bit more about TrueCar. TrueCar.com. What is MSRP? It's confusing. That's what it is. It's exactly what it is. If you're looking to buy a car, you're probably familiar with terms like MSRP. You might even know what it stands for, but what does it actually mean? Same goes for invoice, list price, dealer price. It's enough to confuse anybody. All you really want, all you really need is a price that actually means something to you, the buyer. Introducing True Price from True Car. Now you can know exactly what you'll pay for the car you want, including fees and accessories, before you even get to the dealership. True Car dealers will show you the true price on cars, like the one you want, all from the comfort of home. And how do you know if your true price is a great price? Because True Car shows you what all the other people paid for for the same car you want. And your certified dealers know this, and so they set their true price competitively so they can win your business. So when you're ready to buy a new or used car, great, great site for used cars. Once you register, you'll see real pricing on actual inventory. This is competitive pricing offered to you only by a true car certified dealer for an actual vehicle on their actual lot. It's pricing you'll see before going to a dealership so you can feel confident when you show up. True Car customers are more likely to enjoy a faster buying process when they connect with True Car certified dealers while they save an average of over $3,000 off MSRP. What a deal. So let me tell you this from us. When you're ready to buy, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. Yes, that's true. But go to TrueCar.com to find out. And now back to the show. So Vicki Holloman, mm-hmm. on that date, uh, August 5th, 1996, she uh, heads over to, she's a friend of Ramona's, yeah. apparently. She heads over to Blue's house yeah. because uh, she's also with Ramona's mother, uh, yeah. Lillian, so Lillian Burgess, the one who reported uh, her missing. Mm-hmm. Now, they're, yeah, we feel like, I, I feel like they're looking for her, mm-hmm. but they go under the ruse of something else, not yeah. to say like, you killed my daughter and stole her and put her, you know, they're not they're sure. They're looking for a nickel bag. They're trying to be like a little, yeah, you got, you got anything? You holding? <laughs> uh, but you know, they ask, uh, the apparently Vicki Holloman had uh, loaned Ramona an outfit to wear. Uh, on on uh, July 31st, okay. and it was the outfit that Ramona uh, wore on July 31st, and she, they said they were there to pick it up. Oh. They said, did she, you know, I, I understand she's not here, but is her going to have that outfit? Right. Basically, they're trying to feel like, you know, oh, we come in and look for it. I don't know. Like, they want to look around. They want to find her. But uh, Blue tells Holloman that Ramona left with another person and that Ramona took the outfit with her when she left. She's like, she took off with some guy. I don't know who the fuck. He, she took the outfit with Saw her. Saw that shit under her arm. Take it up with him. Yeah. Take it up with him. For seven, the trucker from seven towns over. Right. I'm not sure <laughs> what happened exactly. But uh, that's that. So she tells her that, and they don't know what else to do. Yeah. What else do you do at that point? But they just it's leave. It's not here. It's not here. He says they're not here. He's playing it pretty close so they go all right and they just you know all right and they shrug their shoulders and walk out there's nothing else you can do uh suzanne long who is another one of the longs that is blue's granddaughter who would be a niece of ricky of her husband so it's ramona's husband's niece and boyfriend's granddaughter this woman here uh suzanne long she works with ramona they work together at the oshkosh bagosh store are you serious 
swear to God. <laughs> they they work together at the Oshkosh Bagosh <laughs> store telling, selling tiny overalls to tiny white children. So uh, <laughs> Keeping it all white trash. It's crazy. So she says um, on this date, August 5th, uh, Blue asked her, asked Suzanne Long, her, yeah. his granddaughter. Sorry. Hey, crack that open. <laughs> Good go. Asked, uh, uh, asked the granddaughter if, if she would, if Suzanne would pick up Ramona's paycheck for the month of July. Apparently, Oshkosh pays monthly, which yeah. is a strange arrangement, but okay. Uh, I guess it's a it doesn't lot of matter. Waiting. It's a lot of waiting. A lot of waiting, I would yeah, say. Stretch that thing for 30 that's, days. That's rough. Your Oshkosh paycheck. You got to sell a lot of overalls to make that stretch. <laughs> so uh, you got to get some hand me downs going. So, yeah, she said that. She, uh, so she would do that. She said, okay. She went to work at the Oshkosh, but gosh, where she works. And because uh, uh, Blue had told, uh, Blue told Suzanne that Ramona wants her to pick up the check for. For her she said okay. he says hey suzanne granddaughter right your aunt grandma step grandma <laughs> needs her check your aunt step grandma uh, w- would you please pick that up for me uh for, i mean for her step so, auntie granny step auntie granny <laughs> uh, which is the most white trash uh title ever which is sad fuck? i feel bad for ramona she's missing i don't mean to call her that but this the whole is thing so is horrible a, the whole thing is just a a, a disaster yeah. uh so uh tommy donahue is the human resources manager at the oshkosh bagosh uh wow he says that company policy is to not give checks to uh, to ramona yeah, that because that was my next question no, the company's just check. gonna be like yeah sure here you go yeah well i guess because it's her whatever the fuck relative uh, yeah. you know but the, she says that the, there's no the, she needs written authorization from ramona to, to pick up right. a paycheck no one else is allowed to pick up paychecks so uh she says no uh, refuses to give the paycheck to suzanne so suzanne says all right shrugs her shoulders <laughs> fucking leaves so you would assume that's the end of the check you know controversy but instead uh blue goes throws down an extra gauntlet of checkdom here and uh calls oshkosh yeah uh after suzanne already tried to get the paycheck and blue asked if suzanne had gotten the check from Mm -hmm. that he's that impatient he can't even wait for suzanne to get back with the check he calls oshkosh did you give her the check (laughs) which is very impatient uh and uh donahue here the human resources person explained why they didn't give the check to suzanne said they don't have written off authorization he's like but she said she wanted the check and he's like you need that in writing right. sir i'm gonna redo uh, the policy again sir so finally he just said all right and hung up the phone <laughs> that was that everybody's giving up in this story yeah. it was constant giving up uh finally uh jackson county Sher- uh, deputy sheriff kenneth bean visited blue's house on the evening of august 5th okay. finally yeah. they reported her missing on the 31st yeah. they finally show up on august 5th wow which is fucking insane a week later just to ask a question and it's like her primary residence so it would be pretty much the first First place place you look look is let's knock on that door first where is she living okay let's go there first when my keys are missing i look for the dish that i put them in that's what i mean that's that's the thing so this is her this is her key dish this is her key dish so yeah they're like well you did you put the keys in the dish and uh uh blue tells sheriff deputy sheriff bean that ramona left with someone in a pickup truck on august 2nd and wasn't at the house at all uh that's it uh he did say blue says that he tried to pick up ramona's paycheck Mm -hmm. because ramona called him on august 4th Uh and asked him to pick it up because quote her back was hurting yeah so she's (laughs) 
Let me tell you something. She, now. T- she took a change of clothes on her arm, left with this guy. Uh, her he, outfit from, he's clearly, from the other night. clearly been putting in work because her back is hurting. It's hurting. It's just hurting. She, uh, she can't go get a truck. It was a nice truck, I will right. say. A man knows how to drive a truck. It's a bush hogging kind of truck. So I like it probably it. wasn't the suspension that gave her the back. I'm going to say not. It was all that Because that's, that's a good truck, I'll tell you pushing. right now. Uh, <laughs> So uh, the, the the cops were like, okay, uh, this deputy, he just doesn't know what to do. So he goes, right. can you, can you, all right. Well, he doesn't actually, all right. He uh, he asked, can I search? Can I look around for Ramona? Can I take a peek around? So Blue says, all right. And he, <laughs> he lets him in. There's an all right coming. Don't worry about it. Just try, all right, go on okay. in. So now uh, this Bean, uh, the uh, sheriff, uh, the county deputy sheriff Bean, uh, he goes inside, uh, and there's other deputies now by this point once okay. they start searching you're not gonna go in alone into somebody's no. house no, no. you're calling for backup at that point especially with this weird shit that goes yeah. on and he's known to be up, a violent right. asshole and, all right <laughs> i get back up they're like fuck they're so lazy and they're like god damn it really fuck i don't know he's he's looking into shit he's being a fucking hero out there stop being a fucking hero guy all right come on man jesus christ Did take you, it easy you're look, making the rest of us look bad we don't want to send anybody out there if you didn't get permission Did you get permission he said all right he said all right and we went fuck in this county that's as good as written permission all right is as good as written permission in this county that's as good as a notarized unless you're going to oshkosh but gosh oh, then pick forget up a about it no all right, doesn't all right matter for shit around well, oshkosh here. Is, a, is a national corporation they're like i don't know what the fucking rules of this town are but they have nothing to do we with me. We got policies up in New York City. Yeah, you know how that goes here. <laughs> we in, got outlaws. Up in outlaws. Oshkosh, Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's... We got outlets else. all over this country in big God cities. They have policies. Outlets everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they, they search around. Uh, so this Bean, uh, Sheriff Bean here, or Deputy Bean, says that when the other deputies were in the bedroom, Blue walked over to the closet without being asked... He said, without being prompted or instructed, just walked over there on his own and ran his hands across the clothes in the closet and said, quote, look, she's not in here and kind of smiled at him. <laughs> what? <laughs> the cop says that he said and said, quote, look, she's not in here and kind of smiled at us. And we went on looking through the rest of the house. <laughs> so that's a weird thing. Like, not in here. Wink, wink. See? It was so weird. Told you. Told you. Like, but the way he did it with the closet, like he yeah. ran his hands like, not in here. Like, <laughs> my closet's clean. Check I'm it out. I'm going to go ahead and shut this door like, now. That to me sounds like I had her in my closet, right. but I moved her before you got here, Once and I'm feeling real smug about it. She used to be here. I'm feeling real smug about it right now, too. <laughs> like, I made a good call. It's just a weird thing to good say. Good thing I moved her. Now, the reason, when asked later on, this is what's fucked up, and this, I'm going to read directly from a court paper right now. This is directly from a fucking court document filed in the state of Tennessee in an actual court of law that meant this wasn't a kangaroo court that people put together, you know, for $5 fines. It says, it appears that common knowledge of the type of relationship between Mr. Long and Ramona caused law enforcement officers to delay their investigation of the report. And it was not till August 5th that law enforcement officers initially visited Mr. Long's residence in Jackson County. Because it was common knowledge that he beat the shit out of her all the time. They had a crazy relationship and a tumultuous relationship so that should be oh shit let's do that 
yesterday right. because they fight a lot and right. there's violence and usually that escalates a lot to but death. instead uh, instead we're going to postpone that because they, you know they just waved it off they're like ah oh, them two again there's going to be blood who all the, over there who knows she's just running away again right. i'm sure someone did any who drove her to the county line so right. who did it someone <laughs> drove her to the fucking county line tell me somebody drove her to the county line right. and they were just like she's on the wind doing right. some other shit who cares you drove her away right yeah she, so she's gone and then finally when the mother went there looking for and other people and the thing with the paycheck and all this starts coming up finally they're like fine now we have to look into this fine we'll go knock on his door like it's not like they needed it's the other thing too they didn't need to climb mount everest they needed to drive a half a mile and knock on a fucking door at most 1.8 miles and walk around an old man's house that's that's what they needed to do with it's not a lot to fucking ask from your from your sheriff's Mm. office there Jeez, this is, I mean, this is the quintessential, an ignored, yeah. an ignored case like this where yeah. cops didn't give a shit. Nobody cared. That's small town murder in a goddamn nutshell. Mm-hmm. The whole fucking thing. So, uh, on August 6th, now, by the way, though, they looked through all the house and, you know, he said, not in here, wink, wink, and all that. And they just said, all right. All right. And they left. <laughs> Literally. That's it. They were like, all right, I guess that's that. He is right. And they fucking left. Maybe we couldn't find her. So they left. Nothing they can do. Um, August 6th, the next day, uh, this is now Putnam County and Jackson County sheriffs. They can cross the fucking county yeah. line. I love how they can cross the county line yeah. and investigate, but they can't cross to drop her off. That's how lazy that motherfucker is. He could have crossed the county line. For sure. Fuck that guy. Fuck you, Fox. You lazy bastard. If you give a shit about a... Uh, a civilian a citizen yeah you're gonna get her to safety nope county line no, have fun walking uh, tell your story walking lady <laughs> so uh, literally so they went in again to uh went to blue's house again this is now two different sheriffs mm-hmm. they're not fucking around they're gonna be competing to find the most shit you know what i mean you don't yeah. want you don't want the one county to find everything it's like right. an easter egg hunt at that point and you're teamed up uh so they get there about 12 30 p.m fucked up their lunch they were not happy these lazy bastards and uh they knocked on the door and looked all around the property but couldn't find anyone and no one came to the door so uh then after that they started going to neighbors and they were like you know anything about this fucking asshole basically i I assume and uh one of the neighbors said that blue was probably home because they looked in they said all of his cars are parked outside so he's probably home which is valuable information a neighbor would know that when someone's home it's a good tip yeah they're gonna be nosy as shit and they know exactly how many cars you have so uh these deputies continue to look around uh and they end up noticing what they think is our possible, they what could be blood stains on the frame of the front door. Okay. They see, but I mean, it's probably not the most cosmetically lady. kept up house either. Well, Who knows what point. it is, too? I mean, it could be somebody's Paps Blue Ribbon puke from the <laughs> pool game on Sunday. You have no idea. These these people mm. probably don't take care of them. It could be a bloody ear. You know what I mean? <laughs> just an ear bleeding it just for no reason. Bleeding <laughs> just bleeding out of nowhere. I don't know. Must have busted a drum again. <laughs> just <laughs> wipes it off. Sticks he just a, shakes it sticks like, a tissue like in trying there. to get water out of yeah. your ear. <laughs> sticks a tissue in there and walks away. So this, town, uh, this situation is very Super Troopers-esque. Like yeah. there's weed, there's a dead body. That's what I mean. There's, it's there's super two, troopers. two battling police departments. Yeah. This is very... Uh, it's Super Troopers right. meets the Dukes of Hazard right. meets I don't know what this the fuck. Is this, is, this is meets Deliverance. This is a fucking disaster. <laughs> this whole entire meets thing. Oshkosh, meets Oshkosh Bagash. Oshkosh Bagash. And little kids are happy in their, in their little overalls. And there's a 
large Farva around here somewhere. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they continue to investigate. Yeah. The stains on the front door pique their curiosity, yeah. uh, obviously. They also find what they thought was a piece of carpet uh, uh, across from the house on the other side of the road uh, near the defendant's property, okay. which looked like it had blood stains all on yeah. it, which I don't know what they thought. Did he just take it and wing it out across the yard? <laughs> Throw it out front. Hope it gets across the road. That's just, gone now. That's gone now. Ain't nobody going to look at that. I have no... That's the worst murder cover-up ever. That, that would be the it. most terrible thing ever. Just tossing, literally tossing it. It's on the other side of the road. They can't blame me for it. It's off my property. I get there's no one around me, but it's off my property, so it's not mine. It ain't mine. It's in the weeds now. And it is went, the weeds property. They just went, all right. It's county property. Yeah. That belongs to you guys. Congratulations. I believe that's Enjoy. boxes. I believe I'd like to investigate you, sir. Where were you on August 2nd? What do you let's turn these questions around. You're the one you're the one owning a piece of bloody carpet, not me. So clearly not mine. I I'm not a member of the county. I don't know what you're talking about. This is crazy. This is clearly that road says county road. This is ridiculous. It is clearly yours. This is, you guys are just civil rights are being violated. I'm not happy right now. This is ridiculous, thinking it's mine. So <laughs> You dirty cops. You dirty bastards, you lazy sons of bitches. And they went, well, yeah, all right. All right, that's fine. He's right about that. He is right. That is so, the county road. Also, they found a hoe handle in the garage that appeared to have blood spatters on it. Okay, now that's his. That's that. He's that's in the garage. You it's know, in his pool table. Could, could pool have been area. somebody with the bloody ear playing pool with he it. Could have been playing pool. He <laughs> could have his dog. His dog could have brought home a raccoon that wasn't quite dead yet, right. and he needed to beat it to death. You never fucking know. You don't know what goes on out here in the hollers, my friend. That's what happens. You know, Rusty came over, and all my pool cues. If you roll them on the table, they are crooked. They're all. And he crooked. said, "You know, I bet you I break that hoe handle off. It's, <laughs> it's a lot gone. straighter." Than your cues. I bet I'm going to do a better job. Watch this break. Watch this break. All 12 holes. You know, I was going to say, nine hole in the right center lower pocket. Pow. <laughs> One ball. Uh, third ball. Third, third hole from the left. Third hole from, no, the, from the top. Uh, all right. It's on the left, but third one from the top. No, not, the first one doesn't count. That's kind of in the corner. See, put your finger on the corner hole. Over one, the fir- over that's one, one, over two, one, then that three. Hole. That's the one right there. Yeah, next to the one in the middle. I should have started in the middle. Never mind. Wow. <laughs> what so, a fucked up pool table. <laughs> this is, yeah, it's it's a fucking... So now they have things that possibly have blood on them. Yeah. Uh, they've, they've, they own a nice piece of carpet now, these right. deputies. Uh, they also find a sunken area of ground behind the garage that looks as if something had been buried there. Well, that's interesting. Because when you, anything gets buried, you put the dirt on, it looks all even and nice, but then once it gets wet and shit, it, it settles, settles because right. it's you know fluffed up, basically. It's not right. all compact, and then it looks like that. So that's why they can tell when there's shit buried places now based on this when you take dirt out of a hole and you put exactly that amount back in rarely does it just go it even. doesn't go even no it's never it's fucking not case. the same thing that <laughs> you shit ever was a basketball hoop and then you're like where the fuck that, where'd yeah. all the dirt go that shit was crammed <laughs> right. in there it's like yeah we it, need more dirt i put a coffee can in there with cement in it and i still don't have it, enough it's dirt. like taking a cellophane off a pack of cigarettes <laughs> right. and trying to put it back on right. that doesn't it's belong on there it's right. never been how'd they put that on there must have been with a 
machine. This is crazy. <laughs> so it's the same type of thing. Right. They're trying to do, to do that. Now, the officers at this point look around at each other and go, should we get a search warrant? Yeah. I see bloody shit, that yeah. carpet, and there's some... Be- let's probably... Let's get a warrant. All right. Most of them, most of them are like, fuck, come on, man. I mean, people bury all sorts of shit around here. Haven't Who knows? you heard, James, the difference between come civilized on, and un is paperwork. It's paperwork. Are we civilized or are we uh, uncivilized? I feel like the only reason they went and got it is because there was two different counties yeah. there and they were putting, like, one was like, well, so one guy said it and they were like, fuck, now we got to do it. <laughs> now we got to do it because the other county's like, yeah, we should really get it. He's like, yeah, I guess we should. <laughs> shit. They had like a standoff to see who was going to be the one to actually file for it. <laughs> fuck. Whose I, judge is awake and yeah, we can get one. I assume it's going to be Jackson County yep. because that's their county yep. and uh, that's exactly what it is. Uh, they decide to get a warrant for the property uh, to search for Ramona Long in the warrant. Uh, it is the Jackson County Sheriff's that uh, one of them leaves to get the warrant and the remainder of the deputies stay at yeah. Blue's house because... Yeah, they're obviously they're going to run a couple of games. Yeah. But now they still haven't made any contact with him. This is an empty house as far as they're concerned yeah. with a bunch of cars in the driveway. That's all they know. Yeah. Uh, so about an hour and a half later, Deputy Hicks returns with the warrant. Yeah. Uh, he I got it. I got it. He must have been so happy. <laughs> he was running. He was running. He, he tripped and drive. fell. But yeah. he's like, I held it up. I didn't get it muddy or nothing. I feel like he's like the nine-year-old. Send Hicks. He's got sandwiches in one hand right. and the warrant in the other. I brought sandwiches, too. So. I know you don't like mayo, Sheriff. I didn't get any. So uh, The car wouldn't start, so I just ran. I just so ran. I'm out of breath. It's all right, though. I didn't mind at all. It's exciting. We never have nothing like this around here. So that's why I joined the force. This is ridiculous. So now at this point, they have a warrant. Now several officers enter the house. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, blue. <laughs> <laughs> one on the roof walking around in circles and then falling off. And then just walking off of it into the ground and falling and be like, ah, his legs kicking up in the air. Guys circling around in the yard, chasing each other. Cops running around with each other, then going, oh, what are we doing? And then running another way together. Smacking each other with sandwiches. Yeah. Uh, sandwiches and warrants and nightsticks and shit shrugging their shoulders his pants fell down no did you know that happened so uh uh, what they find when they enter the house is blue yeah uh he is waiting in a first floor bedroom just sitting there oh by the way with a rifle in his hand Uh so he's waiting for him uh he's sitting there with a rifle which by the way i would not advise if police officers are at your house to serve a warrant and they enter i would not sit in a room with a with a fucking rifle and they've been there for a while they're yeah they waited for an hour and a half outside so they wanted they've probably been there over two hours at this point they're real jacked up to get in there and uh you know find out what the hell's going on so they see him with a rifle that's a bad sign there uh deputy hicks is the first guy i guess because he's got the warrant in his hand and uh uh blue is told in uh, what they call quote explicit language uh blue tells deputy hicks to get the fuck out of his house right goddamn now and i got this rifle in my hand and blah 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 so all the officers exit the house they just leave. All they right. just leave. All right. And they just, they went, oh, all right, he wants to leave. All right. And they just run out the fucking door. They don't say, we have a fucking warrant, you idiot. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, why don't they tell him that? They, and then pull guns on him right. and then, I don't know, shoot him probably you know? in this case. But no, they just leave uh, to try. But we'll find out in a minute okay. why here uh, in a second because yeah. there's. 
<laughs> There's a reason. They they have someone in tow that they believe can speak to him, and we'll find out why. Uh, now, uh, all the officers leave, and Blue comes to the front door and tries to lock it again. Uh-huh. He's like, just going to lock him out. All right, that was enough of that shit. And that'll that'll solve it. That'll, that's all done. Click done. <laughs> uh, so uh, at this point, uh, there is a Putnam County deputy named Doug Burgess uh-huh. who starts talking. To, yeah. It's no. a familiar last yeah, name. Yes, it is, because they're all related. <laughs> who starts talking to Blue yeah. because Burgess is Ramona Long's cousin. Jesus Christ. This is what I mean. This one's a father-in-law and the sister and the granddaughter and the step-niece and the cousin of the thing. It's the cops are even cousins. This is all batshit. So Officer Burgess says... (laughs) Apparently he knew this guy personally because obviously Ramona's been married to his family for a long time now, both him and his son. So he he brings a mean potato salad to the barbecue. He does. And he's like, oh man, I'm going to miss his potato salad (laughs) if this is... I hope he didn't kill Ramona. I'm going to miss that potato salad. Now, uh, uh... he, Blue asked Burgess uh, to come up to the front door and talk to him. Yeah. He's like, I'll talk to him because right. he's kinfolk. Like, right. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> so uh, Burgess does so. He's like, all right, I'll go talk to him. Right. I'm the guy. <laughs> all right. He's schmozies on up there. Uh, Bose, Burgess talks to uh, Blue for the next three to four hours outside the porch. Wow. They have, this is their negotiating. You've got a warrant. Yeah, you have a warrant, so send his cousin up to talk to him for four <laughs> hours. What the fuck is going on? Send his girlfriend's cousin up to talk to him. Uh, wow. During this... St- Send oh, his his hun, his son's wife and your girlfriend's yeah. cousin up. Yeah, it's it's this is fucking bananas. bonkers. Uh, d- during this entire time, uh, Burgess uh, tells that tells Blue, you know, why they're there. Yeah. He's like, look, we have a search warrant, and he's trying to get information from Blue regarding where Ramona could possibly be. Right. And during this time, by the way, the entire time, Blue is holding his rifle behind the door. Yeah. So they're talking through the door. He's holding his rifle, and for I don't know how it takes three and a half hours to go. We're here because we have a search warrant because fucking Ramona's missing. Do you know where she is? Right. That's I just did that. And how short? Four we, hours. We need you to come the fuck out of the yeah. house while we go in, in. with yeah. this piece of paper that, that says works? we can. I get the, Yeah. Well, maybe we'll cuff you while right. we're doing that. Like, I get I guess. I get that there's a slower pace in certain places, yeah. but this is fucking ridiculous. This that is took, super slow. That took 20 goddamn seconds to do here. Uh, so, yeah, th- this this is this is fucking nuts. So he's got the gun the whole time. Blue initially states that Ramona is not here and she left with someone in an old pickup truck. Yeah. Just like I told the dude yesterday, not here, old pickup truck. Have a good one. Right. See you later. All, All right. right. And everybody gets in their cars and right. drives away and gets in accidents as they drive away because they're <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> So at some point during this four-hour d- disaster, uh, 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 Blue asks Burgess, "Quote: What the situation would be if I had killed Ramona? Oh boy, what would th- you'd be arrested? That's your situation. Right. What would the situation be if I killed her? Oh, that's no problem. That's fine. We're just here to pick up the carcass we and take it on down to, to the cemetery, and then you can go on about your business at that point. That's Jesus. fine. You know, that's no problem right there. So I don't know what the fuck they're thinking about uh, with that that whole thing. Burgess said uh, indicated that a proper burial would be appropriate. Yeah. That would be nice. Be like nice. so, you know." we could do that and they continued talking and blue ends up throwing a set of keys out of the house at that point he tosses the keys outside 
to just on the porch there. So Burgess says, what the fuck are these keys for? Right. You know, what, what are these the house? What are you throwing me? So uh, Blue says that they're for the bulldozer parked over there on the property. Yeah. That's what he's saying now. He says, do my bush hogging for me and maybe we'll talk about it. No, he doesn't say that. <laughs> that would be amazing if he did. He's like, look, you all are going to have to do some work if you want information. I have a strict bush hogging for information policy. I'm trying to give you guys a vacation and I'd like you trying to, to help do you some out. go guttering. And- yeah, we're going to go guttering. It's going to be wonderful. Let go, me tell you something. Go bush hogging. Oh, man, we're going to go basement cleaning. That's my favorite, boy, old stuff land moldy shit everywhere it's wonderful <laughs> so he throws the keys uh, he says they're there for the uh they are for the bulldozer yep. by the way and oh by the way ramon is buried in front of the bulldozer so you might want to dig her up quick with the bulldozer oh boy that's that's what he says so that's the t- that's the tip he gives them. that's the tip he gives yeah. him ramon is buried there here's the keys to the bulldozer Cl- click have a yeah. good one guys <laughs> i'm gonna go inside now fucking jeopardy's on all right i don't know what's going on <laughs> all right and they all just leave they play pool first yeah so they're really like what the fuck so uh what's going on here uh pardon i believe would have been the comeback there (laughs) say again what was that now yeah so blue at that point states that he and ramona had a fight and that she committed suicide by shooting herself in the head with a pistol okay uh and then at that point right after he says this is not funny that part is but then she committed suicide by shooting herself in the head with a pistol and as he said it he threw a pistol out the door (laughs) (laughs) he did he's like bulldozer over there park ramona's there she shot herself with a pistol (laughs) it lands next to him there it is right there it's fucking batshit man there's the pistol. He is the worst uh, player of Clue he ever. He is not good at this. Yeah, he's real. They thought it's not the hoe handle in the garage. It's the pistol on it's the front the porch. Pistol. Okay, uh, so he throws the pistol outside the front door. Now Burgess it, continues to negotiate yeah. with Blewett for some reason. At the, now they, he's admitted that he buried a body in front of the bulldozer. <laughs> he's thrown a gun out, saying she used it to kill herself. Yeah. And he's holding a gun and keeping. There's a lot of information. You just at some point you have to. I don't know how long this will hold up. This is a standoff here. Uh, So they keep. But it is unfolding fast. Yeah, things are coming. Things are coming. He's really throwing out some info. Info, It's it's, it's really. The story comes together very quickly. (laughs) It's the thing. It's a mystery, mystery. Hope it's solved. It's done. Okay. Well, it gets worse here. So uh, uh, they continue to negotiate. This time they're negotiating because Burgess doesn't know how to operate the bulldozer. None of these fucking cops know how to drive the bulldozer. They're like, they're all shrugging. You know how to drive them? I don't fucking know. It's probably rigged up. Up and like there's, oh, it's, a, there's yeah, a it's coat hanger for a thing choke. And you don't know what yeah. you're, yeah, this raises the <laughs> right. fucking thing. And you got the down actually goes up yeah, now. Yeah, you have to put he, a th- right. underneath it to pull a lever down. Because he shit. flipped the hydraulics because yeah. he didn't know what he was he doing did himself. It yeah. right. Did it all himself. So. They said, we don't know how to operate this thing, you know, whatever. So this is amazing. Blue agrees to come out of the house to operate the bulldozer to dig up Ramona in the fucking yard. All right, I'll dig her up. This is not uh, policy, I don't think. I don't think that this is how normal investigations go. I've never seen on, like, when they take the the guy out to the woods. He's always still in handcuffs. What (laughs) year is this? Right. What year? This is 96. What fucking year is this? No, no, no. This is the fucked up. It's it's about to get worse, by the way. I got to tell you, because oh, these boy. cops are the worst. This is like, I don't understand what kind of cops these are. First of all, okay, you've just said all that. Uh, tell you what, we're going to get you out of here. Then we're going to secure the whole property. Then right. we're going to have a forensics team come and dig right. it up so we don't fuck all this up. They just go, hey, guy who fucking buried her with a bulldozer, you want to un- uncover her real quick while we're here? <laughs> Could you exhume that body that you say is there? <laughs> we don't believe you. 
at all. If you if you if you, you can prove to, it, make sure it's not like a re- old refrigerator you buried. What the so, fuck is going on? He agrees to come out and unearth Ramona. Yeah. Uh, as a condition of this, though, Burgess, the, all law enforcement officers pre- present agree to move to the edge of his property. What away from him so they can't get to him right. now, or that he could see him coming, and also uh, that the part of it also would be that he would be allowed to return to the house when he finished operating the bulldozer. <sighs> so he's going to dig her up real quick and go. She's back there now, and to run back in the house and I don't know, <laughs> throw them out snacks when they need them. I threw out a zebra cake. Right. If anybody wants one, <laughs> so this is fucking nuts. By the way. Way, they let him have the rifle the whole time too so this is a bunch of cops back to the edge of the property and let an armed murder suspect right. walk out unimpeded get in a, some shit get in a giant right. piece of dangerous heavy equipment right. and uh, machinery and fucking dig up an alleged or a, a suspected corpse that wow. they think he killed this is not procedure. What is this? This is a, this is small town shit right here. This doesn't happen Never. in a town with no. more than 955 no. people in it, ever. They know what they're doing. There's a procedure in place for doing this shit. Uh, it's fucking crazy. So uh, he comes out with the rifle, uses the bulldozer. There's Ramona. Yep. Voila. Here we go. See you, uh, see, you see you later. And he returns to the house. With the shotgun. With the, with the rifle right, in his right. hand. So Burgess, they go back again now yeah. to the house. Now they're allowed to come back to the port. Is it all right if we come back now? Okay. <laughs> he said it's cool. Can we right. talk, sir? So Burgess comes up and continues to talk to him. At this point, um, this point, Blue is threatening suicide. Yeah. Uh, he's very despondent, obviously. Just a tough day for Blue. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been rough. He agrees to surrender mm-hmm. if he... <laughs> I don't even know what to say about this. He agrees to surrender... If he's allowed to walk over to Ramona's body and see her one last time. Again, this is not protocol. Normally, cops would be like, fuck you. You'd have an arm in your neck. You'd be on the floor. Eight people be twisting each limb in different directions. And you'd be cuffed and dragged away. Before she's even dug up. The second he said. There wouldn't even be a body. Actually, second that he had a gun when you had a fucking search warrant. It shit would be on at that point. But no, not this one. So, uh, So the officers. What do you think they say, Jimmy? All right. All right. That's literally. <laughs> all right. They again. Go ahead. Say, pay your respects, sir. They don't even like say, OK, we'll cuff you and take you. They back again to the edge of the property. What the hell? Uh, and he again comes out with his rifle. Now he has. Admi- this is the time where you, he can't have a rifle. Right. This is the time where if there's it's a time over. to start yeah. shooting cops, this yeah. is the time he's, he's going to start shooting yeah. cops. He's right. desperate and whatever. And he's also despondent and mm-hmm. suicidal and mm-hmm. everything else. He's going to start shooting and turning on himself, you think. Who the fuck knows? But they say, let's just hang out here yeah. by the bloody carpet and right. see what happens. See what comes up. All right. So he comes out armed with a rifle and he goes to the to the makeshift grave there. After a moment, he looks down at Ramona for a while, then puts the rifle down and surrenders. Wow. Okay. That's it. He goes, all right, I'm done. All right. And he turns around. Now. Let's go now. He's wow. He did the Henry Hill. Now take me to jail. Yeah. <laughs> Except not quite as cool. No way. Not after a night cool. of mafia partying in Manhattan. <laughs> this was totally different. This is a night of uh, deputy negotiating on the front porch. Deputy cousin negotiating. Yeah, deputy cousin. This is my deputy cousin. Right. So he's taken into custody. He waves his rights, obviously, because he's a yeah. fucking idiot, and speaks with 
Deputy Hicks and Agent Roy Copeland of the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation. Thank God somebody Good. from outside this fucking right. town is in here. Right. No, as Stady, but still. Uh, the, oh, te- yeah, Tennessee. Tennessee. It's right. still someone who I feel like is has some credentials. Right. There's not just the guy they hired <laughs> who can sit in a car for a long period of time without falling city. asleep. He's very metropolitan. He very much. Very cosmopolitan. <laughs> so uh, they have interviews. Uh, they have separate interviews with the defend with the now at this point the yeah. the uh, suspect accused, accused. Right? <laughs> uh now he tell blue tells them that on july 26th uh blue and ramona had a fight yeah. while ramona was on the phone with her mother and ramona left the house escorted by sheriff's deputies as we talked to that drove her to the county line right. these deputies were called by her mother okay. not by her uh that's what he tells them uh he says that the next time he saw ramona he said he didn't see her for a while mm-hmm. after that that's she disappeared. Next time he saw her was on July 31st, so five days later, mm-hmm. after the big fight and the drop-off down at the county line. And he sees her at a, at a bar called the Green Fly, yeah. which is a very unattractive name to, a shit fly. of a place to drink and eat. Yeah. I don't want to eat at the Green the Fly. Green fly the Green Fly is the one that lands on shit. Is that, it really? That, it's that fucking I thought meta- all flies would land on but shit. But you've seen that metallic one? Yeah, yeah. That's, that, yeah. That's He's a special one. shit fly? I don't know. He, I've never he seen any like fl- shit? I've never seen any other flies on shit other than those green ones. Really? <laughs> I think it flies on shit. It's a, it's a cliche. The, those metallic ones are- I'm going to be all over him like <laughs> Those, on are, shit. those are a, shit flies. That's a shit fly. All right. Shit flies. So, all right. So it's called the shit fly. Every time I've been out in the desert and I've seen like the horse shit out there, yeah. it's always covered in flies that have the metallic green body. They're the Jesus shit flies. Christ. They're gross flies. Shit flies. So they meet at the Green Fly. This is five days after their big blow up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Apparently, Ramona, he says that Ramona came home with him that night and surprise, they had a fight. They had another fucking fight. Uh, He then claims, Blue claims that Ramona tried to cut him with a knife. Tried to you know take a swipe at him. Tried right. to stab. These are this is a classy uh, couple here. They really knife fighting at the Green Fly. They love hard. Uh, so they were at home. Actually, wasn't at the Green Fly. Right. To be fair, he says he knocked her knife hand away, mm-hmm. and the knife inflicted a flesh wound on her neck. At that point, he huh. knocked it away, and she stabbed herself. Not it didn't hit an artery or anything, right. but a flesh wound. Got it. That didn't need. I guess didn't need medical attention, <laughs> but was a. Knife wound to the neck, apparently. He smacked her arm and stabbed her. So, wow. Yeah, snacked it back. I don't know how that would work. Uh, so he says that was the end of that night. Once there's a neck stab and I think the night's over. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll argue more tomorrow. <laughs> so on August 1st, uh, he s- claims that she sleeps until uh, midday, yeah. uh, you know, sleeping off that night. Yeah. And then that night, she took 12 to 15 Valium, which he says is a normal thing for her. And other, wow. other people back up that she takes a lot of fucking Valium that's or whatever. She likes pills and booze, yeah. and that's what she's into. Uh, he says in the early morning hours of August 2nd, she asked for a wet rag for her neck wound uh-huh. uh, and, uh, and, and a Coke. Yeah. Uh, now, sh- he's a chivalrous motherfucker, if nothing else. If he stabs a woman, he'll get her a wet cloth when she's recovering from Anico. the neck wound. And a Coke. Uh, he gets the cloth uh, for her. Then he leaves the bedroom to get the drink. And while in the kitchen, he claims he hears a gunshot while he's getting that Coke for her. Yeah. Gunshot happens. He's rinsing a cloth out and uh, here's a bang. He goes, oh no, Ramona, yeah. my beloved. Right. You know, obviously. And uh, he says, he tells police that he that Ramona shot herself in the bedroom that in the gun that he kept in the drawer next to the bed. Yeah. Uh, now afterwards, Blue says uh, he washed her off. 
what? which is not what you do. Yeah. So, I mean, what year is this? Right. If this was 1850, right. you'd wash off your dead relative. Right. You don't do it now. You call police and they do an investigation. Unless you're a specific religion. Yeah. Well, yeah. But even still, yeah. someone from the state needs to look into why they died first before right. anyone's allowed to fuck with anything at that <laughs> point. So uh, he says he washed Ramona off. He laid her in the closet wrapped in a blanket. Yeah. Not in here. Not with there. The, the, see but what I mean? With flit. the clothes. It's, he's so fucking stupid. Wow. I knew it. You know what I mean? It's so stupid. So, uh, yeah, he says that uh, he wrapped her in there. He cleaned the bedroom to remove all the blood stains and cut out the part of the mattresses that were stained with bloods. That's not suspicious. Why well, he cut the mattress? He cut p- chunks of his mattress out right. that were blood stained. Can't sleep on this that's, anymore. That's not. That's not. It's real suspicious. Why is there chunks cut out of your mattress? Right. Is a really odd question. Let me get to a that's shit strange. Sleep. Wow, <laughs> your ass is sunk down. To the, what is? There's a spring coming through here. What the fuck is going on here? So he says at that point. Uh, he buried her in the morning on Saturday uh, with the with the with the bulldozer yeah. and then cut out the carpet in the closet because it was soaked with blood and uh, flung it across the street. So that's literally yeah. what he did. He's like, was. you cut chunks out of that. That's Not good. Mine. Carpet that belongs to the county now <laughs> and buried and dead. Uh, let's watch television. Done and done. Who wants to play some pool? <laughs> let's li- and then people came over and he played pool. That's that what, is that's crazy. What fucking happened. This is insane. Uh, what a timeline. Let's pull on. Everybody want to play some murder ball? Anybody? <laughs> fucking ridiculous. So, uh, yeah, he says he cleaned out the closet, like we said, the carpet, all of that. Uh, he then tells Agent Copeland that he didn't call the authorities about Ramona's death because he was scared and afraid. And also, he planned to commit suicide anyway. So he was like, I was just going to kill myself anyway. And I was scared and she was already dead and I was going to be dead. So I figured, what's the fucking point of telling anybody? So that's an odd, odd reasoning for why you didn't. This story sucks. This is not a good story that he's telling. No, it's very, very bad. So then the coroner decides... Yeah, that's the other thing. Uh, he was also scared, he said, that the authorities would accuse him of killing her. Yeah. Yeah, because you beat the shit out of her right. all the time. Uh, then the other search, uh, by the way, they keep searching yeah. once they, now now they can go in and search once they arrest him. Uh, they uncover, uncover a bunch of shit that had human blood stains, including a washcloth, uh, obviously the piece of carpet that they noticed across the road, mm-hmm. mattress material that he had stuffed in a bucket. <laughs> His mattress chunks, he just cut them out and stuffed them in a bucket, which Put is the same as here. the same as keeping them on your mattress. <laughs> right. They're still in your house. He still stupid. own those. Jesus Christ. Maybe at least he didn't fling them across the room, across the fucking... Uh, just put them out in the front yard. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, a piece of mattress, just like a chunk of mattress sitting somewhere, and pieces of burned and torn money that were found in a wood stove, well, what is that which about? is super weird. I don't know if there was blood on the money, maybe it was in his mm-hmm. pocket, mm-hmm. whatever. So he tore up money and burned them in a wood stove uh swabs are taken obviously from the blood stains on the door frame and also there was a handwritten note on yellow paper between the two of them recovered by deputy hicks but the note disappeared sometime in transferring uh oh, they don't they don't ever even have a record of what it said nothing wow. it disappeared from the time they took it from the house to the police station okay. it just fell out like, i just picture some blew out the window some dipshit <laughs> with like a bo- an open box just carrying all bunch of stuff in here and it falls and blows away and he doesn't even notice it big gust of wind and he just keeps walking unreal man uh <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous uh the uh, a tbi tennessee bureau of, of investigation forensic scientist named shelly betts she sounds smart yes yeah, she, uh, she testified that uh, she can 
confirmed, uh, she'll later testify that she confirmed the presence of blood stains on the mattress, mm-hmm. piece of mattress, money, washcloth, and carpet. So those are all definitely not Paps Blue Ribbon Puke Got it. from a Hardy Pool game. Right. Uh, she says she was not able to match these stains to any particular individual because no standard or blood sample from a person was submitted. This is how inept they are. They didn't submit Ramona's DNA mm. with the blood stains for comparison, or his DNA with shit for comparison. It's not like they didn't have it. They you got the whole fucking body. They sent a bunch of blood stained shit over right. from a place where a woman died, where right. the guy admitted she died, right. told him what happened, and then went, Yup, there's blood on it. That's what we thought. And then proceeded to go, All right. All right. And they fucking left. <laughs> they didn't say, We should probably compare it to something. Jesus Christ. The fucking ineptitude here by is. is Wow, this is fucking staggering, man. It's staggering. So uh, at trial... Uh, they try to present some sort of uh, evidence of suicide. Yeah. Uh, they do. There's a uh, James Russell Davis the second. Mm-hmm. He's a junior. Don't mm-hmm. try to fucking yeah. hide. Stop it, sir. Yeah, he's a, a TBI forensic scientist. Yeah. He testified that he tested samples of matter taken from the skin of Ramona's right hand, and the samples tested negative for gunshot residue. Okay. So. His story of her shooting herself in the head doesn't hold up because obviously there's no gunshot residue on her hand, which definitely fucking would be. Uh, He did also, but he did say on cross-examination that it was possible that the decomposition uh, decomposition of the body could lead to dissipation of gunshot residue from the skin. Okay. Uh, He also, uh, Dr. Harlan testified that the gunshot wound that killed Ramona was a, quote, tight contact wound on the right side of her head. Uh, Dr. Harlan testified that this type of wound is created when the muzzle of the gun is pressed well, tightly right. against the skin. It's a contact right. wound. Uh, so uh, this Dr. Harland acknowledged also on cross-examination that tight contact gunshot wounds are frequently seen in people who commit suicide. Right. Uh, that type of uh, that type of wound is not exclusively seen with suicide, however, uh, they say. Uh, problem is, her throat was also cut. Okay. That's another problem. Uh, now, what he calls a superficial flesh wound from right. a fight a few days ago is actually like, oh, wow, she had her throat cut, is right. what they thought. It's so deep. Apparently not as light of an injury as he <laughs> said it was. It's very rare that somebody cuts their own throat and is like, I got, I'm going to have to end this. I'm going to have to end this. I'm going to shoot myself. Right. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's fucked up, man. Uh, so at, at the trial here, the state tries to prove that it was premeditated murder. That's the big thing that they want to prove because that's first degree, you know, whole deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the defense didn't present any evidence at trial nothing they didn't call a fucking witness they had nothing to say what are they going to say they found everything uh did you find a body at his house yes did did he say he said he wrapped the body and put it in his closet and then threw the carpet across the street said he gave her a bubble bath i'm good with this witness Uh, your witness (laughs) just walk away okay Uh, thanks there's no other you you can't there's no defense here uh so they don't present any evidence uh the defense opening and the cross-examination of the prosecution's witnesses tried to show that ramona long committed suicide that's what they were going for uh one piece of evidence to uh possibly to both of these theories was a tape cassette found in blue's garage Uh now among i'm sure his i'm sure he's got a lot of jimmy buffett out there and some stuff like i figure that's his party time when he's out in the garage yeah he just puts on he just puts on some good old-fashioned drinking music he don't care that's all man a little bit of that he's a parrot head that's what it is is. he's a parrot head he's an asshole that's what his problem is 
That's what his fucking problem is. <laughs> I see uh, a lot of a lot of <laughs> fishing net decorations. Yeah, a lot of that shit. <laughs> fake starfish. Yeah. You know. So this uh, this uh, agent Copeland yeah. was. This is fucking amazing. It never stops. Okay. Yeah. Agent Copeland that we talked about was made aware of the tape by a guy named James Smith. How does James Smith know about the tape? Well, he's a reserve Putnam County Sheriff's deputy who also, his sister also lives with one of uh, Blue's sons. Jesus so God. Blue is his possible sort of fa- father and what is dunk- that? Uh, fa- who the fuck? <laughs> His I can't. I've lost the math. Lives with Blue's son. His sister, sister lives with not the one he stole. So potentially, right. his sister is Blue's next wife. Right. Potentially, <laughs> is what it is. This guy. So I don't fucking know what's or, happening. Or next dead wife. Yeah. How how many of these cops are related to these fucking people? They're all related to everybody. Jesus Christ! You're a stereotype Get town. The fuck out of this town. Jesus Christ. So uh, yeah, they end up uh, uh, getting like we said these these tapes. Uh, that's so funny. Smith informed Copeland that his sister had promised Blue that she would get two cassette tapes from the garage. When he went to jail, he said, you need to go get two cassette tapes from my garage. He wanted to clean it up, basically. Uh, Copeland asked uh, asked, uh, Blue about the tapes, and Blue acknowledged their existence and volunteered their location in the garage, and they ended up the same thing that Smith said, and Copeland recovers the tapes. Uh, One of the tapes was introduced at trial as an exhibit and played for the jury. Uh The tape, it's just a speech by him, rambling Blue. Blue a ramblin'. Uh, he talks about Ramona in the present tense. Uh, he reveals in this how he and Ramona planned their respective suicides, uh, divides up his property among his children, uh-huh. and then discusses funeral arrangements. Oh, my God. This is like a suicide tape yeah. is what he made basically here. Uh, uh, he also, Blue also refers to a fight that he had with Ramona when she had a knife and how in the fight Ramona was accidentally cut with the knife on the throat. Uh-huh. So he's trying to like explain this shit from a tape uh he also explains on the tape that uh that the injury made talking very difficult for her that's how deep of a neck wound is she couldn't wow. talk that's a deep one that means you've hit something in there that's a bad <laughs> fucking, a vocal cord. that's not a flesh wound no. at all uh and that's why she didn't record her wishes alongside the tape of the she they, can't talk right now so <laughs> his claim is they got in a fight she tried to cut him he blocked it like a fucking ninja it stabbed her just a flesh wound but one big enough to render her unable to speak her suicidal thoughts into a fucking tape and leave her this is like a bad voicemail tape. This you know, is like fucking the, the, terrible. The answering machine that goes, you've reached Blue and Ramona. Uh, Ramona can't talk right now. And then it comes now. for it goes on for a half fucking hour. <laughs> That's amazing, though. He explains in the tape. Yeah, she's here. She's doing fine, but she can't. She can't even go. I'm right here. Nothing. There's nothing she can do. Which is very difficult. Good God. Uh, he also refers to Ramona in the past tense in at least three uh, places in the tape, which That's is a, not good. a bad slip. Yeah. Uh, also, the components. Uh, they say the components of his speech were not recorded without interruption, and the sound of the recording device clicking on and off again is audible in several times. So it's not a, a smooth recording. He's- he was 
stop and stop and thinking about it for a while, recording wow. more. Like he's got a, he. This is his opus. He probably rewound, <laughs> edited. It's he probably did. I'm telling you, man. This he is, edited. The he did. He fucking Billy edited. Edit. He heard it. He listened back, and he's like, Nah, I don't sound. I don't sound suicidal enough. And he went At back and said it again. I have to record again. Wow, that is fucking bonkers, man. And uh, so you can hear that. Uh, <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Uh, the state attempts to discredit the theory of suicide uh, through testimony and evidence that contradicted it. Like uh, the state tried to show that he had motive to kill Ramona. Yeah. Uh, and Agent Copeland testified that he and Deputy Hicks searched their property or his blues property two uh, additional times when he was incarcerated waiting for trial. Each time he consented to the search and even assisted officers in the search. He probably just wanted to get out of jail. Yeah. They were like, yeah, you can walk around with a rifle. It's fine. We'll step back to the edge of the property. Come on by. Come on by. Uh, the first search was for the spent shell casing and the bullet that killed Ramona and they never found it and during the search uh, Blue discussed the events during the preceding days uh, of the murder with the officers Mm -hmm. so he was talking a little bit more Uh, Copeland said at one point one of the deputies commented that Ramona did not deserve what happened to her and the defendant replied quote well, by God, she shouldn't have done what she done then. Uh-oh. And he said it in a, quote, angry type voice uh, at that point. He pissed him off. Uh, he pissed him off. When Copeland asked uh, Blue to elaborate, Blue paused and stuttered. He said, quote, like a ha or something to that effect, like a huh, one of those, yeah. like a, like I fucking said my piece. Right. And I've then done what I've done. Yeah. And then he said uh, he said that he asked him again uh, what she had done. And, and he said, well, she laid down there and shot herself. And he's like, that's why. So. He tried to fucking fix it after that. Uh, uh, Blue also discussed with the officers Ramona's uh, infidelities all the time. And uh, Copeland asked if Ramona's activities with other men caused Blue to be angry with her. And uh, apparently Blue told him, quote, asked if it was my wife. He said, quote, wouldn't you have gotten mad? He said, yeah, if it was your wife, wouldn't you have gotten mad is what he said. So uh, at this point, they they present Deputy Fox, Mm -hmm. uh, the the guy who drove her to the county line and they talk about the the Q&A here is uh quote uh did you, did Ramona ask you about what not to do with the information about the marijuana farm right. and he says yes sir and they said what was that and he says she said if i told blue he if he found out she had told me uh he would kill her so he testifies to that in court um, now, in addition to showing motive, they also try to show inconsistencies in his sui- the suicide theory, which mm-hmm. is not very difficult. Uh, during the first search, uh, uh, during his incarceration, they asked about they asked him about the presence of bruises on her body. Mm-hmm. She had bruises. He said that he didn't put the bruises there, and that she had the bruises when she when they got back together again at the Green Fly on July thirty first. Mm-hmm. So that, that sometime between the twenty sixth and the thirty first, she got some fucking bruises somewhere. I don't know. That went out to the bar. Now, uh, uh, Copeland also says that Blue said that he had, quote, beat the hell out of her before. That's the way he put it. Not a Um, a good thing to say. Not a good thing to say in this type (laughs) of situation. Not when you're on charge of of murder. Yeah, and you're helping deputies search your home. (laughs) I didn't kill her. I beat the Uh, shit out of her. I beat the hell out of her before (laughs) is what he said. God damn it. Uh, They contradicted his explanation by presenting testimony of Vicki Holloman, who was with Ramona on the night of the 31st. Now, this is the bruise testimony 
she testified that prior to going out to the green fly, he, she lent her an outfit. Yeah. Uh, Ramona was dressing to go out. She saw Ramona nude from the waist up, and there was no bruises on her body. Uh, the only marks were carpet burns on her knees that she had. Well. Which we um, don't know if that's from a fight or do like you, Ramona. So, uh, yeah. no a mark of a good lady. No torso bruises, though. <laughs> uh, she also, uh, apparently the state also puts up the doctor who autopsied her. That's the Dr. Harlan. And uh, he testified that the, that at the time of the autopsy, there were two bruises above her left clavicle, uh, one on the upper arm and one on her left thigh also. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also, on cross-examination, said that the bruises would have occurred prior to death or within 15 to 20 minutes of death. So it's either wow. it's either before she died right or now. right after she's yeah. died. Like it happened soon in the, in the, in the you know, last few days before she died. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't be two weeks old. Yeah. Uh, now, in the closing, prosecution uh, talks more about, uh, uh, emphasizes the Ramona's statement uh, that, she he would kill her if she told about the weed farm and uh they said quote and think ladies and gentlemen uh what she told david fox on the night of the 26th uh he'll kill me if he finds out about that marijuana he'll kill me she repeated again uh so he really wanted to emphasize that (laughs) so uh they also raised the issue again when in rebuttal of the defense's closing and they say quote and we also know that she was scared to death according to James Randolph when she left that bar she left with this defendant but she was scared uh, he described that he'll kill me he'll kill me that's what she said to David Fox he'll kill me in short Ramona's statement so they basically just say that's all they kept going around to everything they'd say would end with he'll kill me remember that he'll kill me he'll kill me <laughs> so uh, you know it's, it's effective I guess yeah but the- I mean, at this point, that phrase is now wiped out of of courts when 12 Angry Men came out yeah, in 1965. Yeah, yeah. and this is 1996. Right. It's crazy. It, you, now, guys have, you guys haven't seen that movie yet? By the way, his whole testimony, Fox's whole testimony, yeah. uh, they object repeatedly to every question as hearsay. Really? They object to the whole line of questioning, and then every single question is hearsay because she is not there to say that. That is what he says, it's whatever. So point. it's an interesting thing mm-hmm. here. Now, during deliberations, mm-hmm. jury deliberations, the jury asked to hear the tapes again. <gasps> The, the audio to sets. Yeah. They're like, can we hear that one more time? And we just ju- want to laugh about we it. Just want, we just think he's a jerk <laughs> off. We want to laugh at him. The judge said no. Really? The judge said no. You can't hear them again. There saying, will be no jokes today. No. Sorry, guys. Get get to fucking work. You know more none of this audio tape shit. You just want a tape player so you can play your fucking journey or whatever you fucking people are listening to. I heard you guys. I see you. Living, you guys were singing living on a I prayer because I, I wouldn't it. let you have the no, play. I heard it, damn it. Now, uh, the, so he says, the judge says that this is considered prior testimony like a deposition, not an ex, not an exhibit, okay. even though it was admitted as an exhibit, which okay. makes no fucking sense, and that's going to come up later as well. Uh, the verdict comes back. Uh, he is blue. Otis Eugene Long right. uh, is convicted of first-degree murder wow. by the jury, and uh, we'll do the sentencing real quick here. Real quick. Uh, he said, you, you blue, yeah. you, sir, blue, may fuck off. <laughs> yeah. uh, life in prison okay. for this shit. So life in prison at 60 is, you know, that's, that's life. That's life. That's You're it. fucked. At right. that point, uh, but there's an appeal. Okay, there's appeal. He appeals on three issues. Okay, okay? he says that the evidence was uh, insufficient 
to sustain his conviction because they said he did not prove premeditation. The state didn't prove premeditation. Okay. Uh, he also argues that the trial judge committed a reversible error when he allowed the hearsay statement uh, from Ramona through de- through the deputy Fox. Okay. And also he argues that the trial judge committed a reversible error when he did not allow the audio tape of Blue, uh, that Blue made to be played for the jury during deliberations, uh, despite the fact that the tape had previously been played and introduced into evidence as an exhibit, right. uh, not as testimony. Uh, so uh, they, they do that. Uh, the first one, the sufficiency of the evidence, uh, he contends, Blue, or not Blue, his lawyers, right. I would assume. I don't think Blue contends shit. No. Blue contends uh, there's a bulldozer out there. Right. Want, want the keys? Uh, <laughs> Blue contends all evidence is state uh, property. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, it's all state property now. It's all you. I don't know. You're the one holding y'all, the bloody carpet, not me. Got it. Jesus. I don't have anything uh, bloody. He contends that there's insufficient evidence to, conf- to for the, fir- the premeditation on the first-degree murder, premeditated first-degree murder. Right. Now, they end up uh, saying that there is sufficient evidence to support a conviction of, of – uh, of uh, they said that the state introduced no evidence of premeditation is what they're trying to say, mm-hmm. uh, and the, the, the appeals court agrees with that. Uh, but they do say there's sufficient evidence to support a second degree murder conviction at this point. Okay. Uh, he challenges the sufficiency of the conviction evidence, the convicting evidence. Uh, they say the standard is whether, after reviewing the evidence in the light most favorable to the prosecution, any rational trier of fact could have found the essential elements of the crime beyond a reason. Reasonable doubt. So, could you look at this and say, "Yeah, it's yeah. fucking he did it." They said the sufficiency of the convicting evidence must be examined in the light of all evidence presented to the jury, including that which is improperly admitted. Uh, questions concerning the credibility of witnesses, the weight and value to be given as evidence, as well as all factual issues raised by the evidence, are resolved by the trier of fact, not this court. Okay. So he's saying. That's not our job. The appeals court says that's the, our job isn't to rehash out the evidence. That's yeah. a totally different. If you get a new trial, that's what you do. Yeah. This is for like legal fuck ups. Yeah. And that's it here. Uh, so uh, like we said, he's uh, convicted of first degree murder at the time of this offense. The code is defined first degree murder as premeditated and intentional killing of another. So uh, premeditation is an act done after the exercise of reflection and judgment yeah. is what they say. It's a planning. Which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all it's all. Uh, and then they go through. I uh, have like this entire fucking code, Tennessee code yeah. of what uh, what all this shit is. But that doesn't fucking matter. Uh, none of it matters. Uh, it's necessary or the, the the mental state of the accused at the time uh, the accused allegedly decided to kill must be carefully considered to determine if there's premeditation. That's yeah. basically what they're what they're getting at here uh they say when a homicide is proved at trial it is presumed to be second degree murder and the state bears the burden of proving the element of premeditation sufficient to raise the offense to first degree murder so that's it's an aggravator so Mm -hmm. they have to do that now the admission of hearsay uh like we said they uh uh they uh they, they let this in, and they say the defendant argues that the trial court erred when it admitted hearsay testimony from David Fox regarding the content of the statement made by Ramona Long prior to her death. The state contends that the statement was not offered for the truth of the matter asserted and was thus properly admitted as non-hearsay. We hold the statement was hearsay and improperly admitted. Admitted, We also hold that that error was not harmless. Right. So a lot of times they find errors and they say it's a harmless error. Right. This, they say, that's like this is a this fucking is red flag. Right. This is bad. Uh, they challenge like we said, they kept challenging the testimony. Uh, they said that they tried to keep talking about the fear of Ramona's fear of him. And uh, 
they're saying the only real thing they got out of that was hearsay. They only got hearsay things of that, which I don't know. She was There's no victim. She I said, mean, take me to the county line because right. he's beating the shit out of me. That's right. fear. I mean, There's no to, victim present because she's fucking she's dead. fucking dead. And that's right. the problem with right. a lot of murder trials mm-hmm. is that person's testimony would be really fucking helpful. A lot be, of times to, might, to, to, <laughs> to determine might that push shit. things along it a might, lot easier. Exactly. Right. I, I, to me, the throat cutting and the fucking and the and the that shooting, that's right. you, you did two murders, right. basically. Right. That's I'm sorry. One you and try, two equals. You yeah. tried one and uh, didn't know how to do do it is basically yeah. what happened yeah absolutely so uh no it's true uh so uh they say that the state's correct in asserting ramona's state of mind was at issue because that's what they were trying to see if she was afraid of him uh they say the defendant's opening statement not his opening statement his right. attorneys suggested that ramona committed suicide they said defense counsel vigorously cross-examined three prosecution witnesses that preceded deputy fox and they bring up the uh, each time they discussed suicide and uh, accordingly evidence regarding ramona's state of mind at uh, a time of the murder was indeed relevant, uh, but they, they also say it's abundantly clear that that shit was hearsay and shouldn't have been allowed in. And they have this exchange that's that's kind of fucking funny here for oh a second here. The, the prosecutor says... Uh, the prosecutor, they're, they're arguing about, well, I'll just read it from the beginning here. The, the prosecutor says, surely to goodness, you can't talk about suicide all the time and me not be allowed to show a reason to kill her. And the, the reason is twofold. One about the marijuana, two about the jealousy, uh, the jealousy. And he gets cut off by the judge. The judge says, I'm more, I'm more prone to let it in, but not on the marijuana side, but on the statement that's already come about her leaving him, taking her, uh, dropping her off at the county line. That's the same testimony that that came up. Same officer. Uh, he says. The prosecutor says, but also the reason that she said if she finds out I turned him in, he'll kill me. And the defense says, that's speculation. And the the, the judge says, there's a whole lot of speculation. <laughs> He's like, listen, all of this shit speculated. None of thing. us were there. Right. So the, this this whole trial is built on speculation. This is called, should be called the house of speculation. Right. Uh, they didn't say all that, unfortunately. Uh, he said, uh, you couldn't argue that to the jury. It wouldn't be proper, I don't think. Uh, anyway, the, the, the finally, uh, uh, the... the uh, uh, prosecutor said she wound up dead. That's a logical reason and inference to draw circumstantiality from it. If you're going to cut me off, just allow and just allow suicide. I might as well fold up and go home. Like I might as well just say fuck it and just never. Yeah. I'm just all right and leave. It's suicide. <laughs> Fine. So. Uh, they say, uh, uh, with the factors in mind, they turn to the state's argument that there's sufficient evidence to show premeditation. And they have all these different ex- ex- examples. Victim had engaged in sexual relations with other men. Uh, Blue admitted that Ramona, quote, slept around. And then he was angry for her about that, with her about that. Yep. He admitted that he had, quote, beat the hell out of her before. Yeah. Uh, Due to these indiscretions, uh, victim expressed fear of the defendant. Uh, victim's mother and sister went to the house there, and uh, she, he lied and said she left with another person. Uh, he told the same story to the other cops. He acted normally when a group of friends came to his house, house and shot pool and wondered what that rotting flesh smell was. Right. That was fine. Uh, he asked, what if I killed her to the police officer? Uh, they recovered the body. He recovered the body after he hit it. The, the whole thing, the knife wound, he admitted that he caused the knife wound he's fucking terrible about all this shit here they said that uh the the appeals ju- court says they think that the above evidence proves that blue knowingly killed ramona and they say though it does not prove that he did it in a premeditated fashion uh on appeal the state made the same erroneous argument made at trial and argues premeditation is 
as proved by the amount of evidence regarding his actions after the killing, including interactions with other people. His in his quote inhospitable reception of law enforcement officers at his residence. I would say waiting in a room with a rifle is quote inhospitable. Yeah, that's if someone more evidence than anything else that he did. If someone doesn't let you use their bathroom, that's inhospitable. To sit there with a rifle and tell you to get the fuck out of their house is above and beyond. And then talk through the door. Yeah, that's that's fucking amazing. Uh, So they said, quote, the concealment of evidence may be associated with the commission of any crime and the accompanying fear of punishment. One who kills another in passionate rage may dispose of the weapon when reason returns just as uh, just as readily as the cool, dispassionate killer. The fact that the evidence is subsequently hidden from the police reveals nothing about the criminal state of mind before the crime. So all of this cleaning up and all that shit, they say that does not count legally toward premeditation. That's post that's yeah, not pre post meditation that's post meditation that's where so he, what the fuck is okay. the ruling ruling is uh they say that uh they they say the sufficient the uh, this there is sufficient evidence of of a of a knowing killing however as discussed in parts of a bunch of other shit errors committed by the trial court require a reversal and remand for a new trial <sighs> as a result defendants new trial must comply with the limitations set forth in the double jeopardy clause in the federal constitution defendant may not be retried for first-degree murder because they struck that down. The highest charge that the defendant may be tried upon remand is second-degree murder. Uh, yeah, and a lot of this is that hearsay thing. That yeah. was a, a big fucking deal here. Uh, it's it's crazy. So what ends up happening here is a uh, conclusion, yes, reversing the judgment. Uh, what ends up happening is he ends up, and this is where it gets really squirrely for me, yeah. where I, I had to do a lot of fucking digging, let's yeah. just say, is, uh, is here. Because at this point, all anything stops. This is when you have to start like paying to do crazy shit. And I found out that he ended up pleading guilty (gasps) to uh, to a voluntary manslaughter charge, pleading guilty to a voluntary manslaughter charge. The state didn't want to go forward with a trial because they were were going to lose. Apparently, all the evidence is fucked up. Their shit's on hearsay. They basically struck down their whole case and said so. It's like, I mean, they have the evidence that they killed her. They could have probably got him on second degree murder. But if he's willing to plea, Fuck it. Get him in jail. All right. Like, you did it? Yeah, I did it. All right. (laughs) Put him in jail here. Uh, Yeah, they say the correct remedy for the trial court's error is the reversal of the conviction, which is fucking crazy on this whole thing. So what's his sentence? So he ends up doing, he ends up pleading guilty for manslaughter. Now, I could never find what he was sentenced for, but I'm afraid that it was like a time served and a little more because... I looked him up and found, kind of tracked him a little bit yeah. through a couple of small towns yeah. in Tennessee around there, and he was out of jail no. at some point. Uh, yep, he was out of jail uh, at least by the, uh, like, 2008, 2009. Yeah. That's when I kind of caught up with him, but yeah. he could have been released from jail much earlier than that. Oh I'm not God. sure, because uh, this was decided, this appeal was decided in 2000. Wow. So he had already served four years. Yeah. So in a voluntary manslaughter you charge. Six to ten? You can get six to ten, four years. If he's got good behavior, he might get a time served and get you know, around. All right. And he's fucking right. out of there. Wow. So he uh, at the time and, you know, he was at 2000. He was 64 years old yeah. or whatever. Uh, so I tracked him through a couple of small towns until finally in October of 2013. He died. Wow. At 77. What the uh, fuck? He fucking died. Finally. Sorry, Ramona. So sorry, Ramona. My you, you never You never really got fucking justice. You never got justice, you poor thing. Shit. Uh, you didn't really get justice. This guy somehow, just by denials and just 
skirting things. He just they just all righted him into fucking up the case completely. The most inept police investigation of a homicide that we've ever covered ever like ever. They let him do any they let him be they let in him the control house. the investigation they let him control the evidence they let him wow. it's fucking crazy who knows he could have been in the house destroying yeah. evidence doing things you can't let once you're there with the warrant you got to get in there and get shit you can't My just hang out with God. him for i get that there's standoffs and procedures and all that sort of shit but it's a procedure to fucking back off to the edge of the lawn and let an armed murder suspect fucking use a bulldozer <laughs> i don't think that's procedure i don't know that's a smidge dangerous it seems dangerous to me and i doubt that that's taught at the academy right. i doubt they're like look everybody this this is how you now when a guy's not coming out what you gotta do is let him do whatever he wants especially if he's armed right. just let him out and get the let him get behind the wheel of a white I bronco mean, back away <laughs> yeah this is worse than fucking than that this, this is, is insane the shoddiest fucking police work ever that let a murderer walk free an obvious murder i mean this yeah. is you don't get any more obvious clear. than this uh also i hate to say it too also ricky long is also dead is her, he really his uh, blue son who is her husband uh <laughs> died in i believe 1999 oh, he so, outlived that son yeah bitch. he outlived his son and killed his wife uh, Oh, boy. Oh, boy. What a fucking mess. That's bold blue right there. Wow. Old uh, Otis Blue, Eugene Long, and more importantly, uh, poor Ramona Long and Mm -hmm. her her long, sad journey that ended even sadder. Man, that's a rough way to go out of a rough life. It really is. That lady had it bad, man. I feel super Uh. fucking bad for her. That's a mess. That is Gainesboro, Tennessee. Whoa. Pack up your bags and get a moving down there. But uh, I don't know. Get a good security system. Yeah. Well, that won't matter. Get yourself a rifle and sit in a rocking chair because that's that'll even keep the cops away. Head on down to the to the the Cracker Barrel. Oh, they sell them at Oshkosh Bagosh yeah. over there. Is scoop there. you up a nice rocking chair. <laughs> you get yeah, rocking chair there and uh, some overalls and a rifle at Oshkosh Bagosh. <laughs> you can't start the kids out too early, Jimmy. Once they get them little overalls on, you got a pop gun down yeah, there with them. Little elastic around the ankles you gotta arm them that's all there is to it my word you know in case the police come for him yeah. you want him to have a standoff so that is that uh hope you enjoyed how do you keep finding insanity. more and more sweet pete episodes Did that, these pe- fucking ridiculous like i said this is not, not even uh, no one covered this Nothing. this this was just in that paper like yeah. i said that little thing it said in gainsborough yeah. and it said a gainsborough man didn't yeah. even have his name a gainsborough man is accused of killing a woman named ramona long after she was recovered from a four foot uh, a four foot deep hole in his yard uh, in his yard with a gunshot wound to his her head and her throat slashed that was the entire story i want more <laughs> that's the whole fucking story and then it was literally next to like this guy's you know it was next to like this guy's going to be grand marshal of parade right. it was just next to like local happenings. It was the How weirdest fucking thing. How did I still thing. remember Dr. Doug Dykus? Dr. Dykus. How do I? It's, see, we heard his name three times and yeah, I can't get it, can't out, of get my it out of my head. I mean, if you're ever in that area, you're going to call him up. <laughs> but this is what I'm saying. Like This is fucking nuts. The yeah. whole thing is crazy. Nobody covered it. You'd think a journalist would have had a ball with this. Holy shit. Especially like one from like Nashville or yeah. Knoxville to go into a small town yeah. like this and unravel this fucking disaster. Yeesh. This would have been great stories, man. But instead, just us. Yeah. So that's fine we like it well they don't like to put out miscarriages of justice no i guess not well just i would have covered the whole thing this is crazy but uh i don't know they it's fine they like it and if you like this story yes then you can do 
it. You can show us how much you like the story by going to uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is, and giving us five stars. Do that rating. And uh, when you're done with that, you can maybe, if you're an even bigger, amazing superstar like our long list of producers we're going to talk about, you can head over to patreon.com slash crime in sports to make a donation. Or you can head over to PayPal using our email address, which is crime in sports at gmail.com. Yeah. You want to follow the show? It's at small town murder on Instagram. Absolutely. It's at murder small on Twitter, sure small is. town pod on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, the only real address you need, because you can get to any of those places, donations, following uh, merchandise, anything you want, especially live, live show, show tickets. tickets. You can do that all at shut up and give me murder dot com. Do that and buy those tickets, please. Come hang out. Uh, relieve some of our stress and worry so buy those tickets come have drinks with me come Do bring that. weed with james yeah, hang out we'll have a Chill good time out. let's and fucking watch mingle. us watch us run to the airport like we are going to be doing all fucking winter <laughs> like the home alone family yeah that's what we're gonna be running through airports with our clothes dangling out of our suitcase letters dangling off like deputies carrying evidence away from this fucking case uh but jesus that said jimmy Kevin! Oh, where'd he go <laughs> That said, Jimmy, you know what I need from you? I need you to hit me with the list of the most fantastical, wondrous people on earth. Jimmy, hit me with it now. Here it is right here. Executive producers this week are Sarah Gilbo, who fucking... Wow, thank you, Sarah. You came through. You're a darling. Thank you so, so, so much. Thank you. Uh, Carol Braun, who donated both ways. Yeah, thank you. Thank Thank you, you, Carol. Uh, Lucas Rogers, Annette Wright, Crystal Gennaro. Thank you all, Crystal, too. She's terrific. She's a a traffic controller. Yeah, thank you. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you for not killing us all. <laughs> Rachel Fouch, Ryan Gafford, and Carly Harper. They are a couple. Wow. Uh, cool. Stephanie Ramos, December Theron. I think it's Theron. She donated both ways also. Wow. And of course, thank Chrissy you. Ann Castaldi. Oh, thank you guys always. so much for, thank for, you, for really we coming you. through and helping us. We really thank appreciate you. you. Yeah, you guys are our heart and soul, it's honestly. True. And so is everybody else right. coming up. And thank they are Sonny Sonny. Ju- uh, it's Sonny Juntala. Jun- I thought you were going to say Sandy Jew something, and no. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's Sonny. I Okay. Uh, Kate Ives, who's around every week. Yeah. Uh, Rebecca Anders, uh, Jessica Manor, Nicole Johnson, Nick Laycock, Paul Ruest. Again, oh, guy, Paul, yeah. That guy's he's fantastic. Great. He makes memes. He's not making stuff. memes. He's donating money. He's the, the best. Thank you. Thank you. I hope your little boy's doing all right. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. I meant to say that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And then he's got his that. fucking mother in law going through some Jesus shit, too. Christ, like, I know. They had to bring her in the house. It's fucked up over at the Ruest house. <laughs> no Shit's shit, going man. on. Sorry. Good luck to you, brother. He's a fucking man, though. Thank you, brother. Christopher Brooks, Natalie Hodson. Michael Kennedy, who donated twice, I believe. Oh, my God. Uh, thank or you. Or it's another Mike Kennedy. I'm not sure. <laughs> who knows? Thank you. Either way. Nathal, Nathan, uh, Nathaniel Schaefer, uh, Justin Inwood, Shannon Russell, Emily Schmidt, Nathan Nolte, who's an uh, officer, I believe. He, Is he? I think so. I think so. Nathan, well, well I won't, I won't. thanks for listening, dude. Yeah, he's a good dude. Uh, thank you, Nathan. Uh, Charlotte Torque, uh, Robin Buffkin, James Price, Stephanie Igoa. Igoa. <laughs> Let's take another swipe at this bad Stephanie boy. Stephanie Igoa, I think. Steph, uh, yeah, Nikki Eddy. No, Nick Eddy. Uh, Diana Libman, Tyler Brown, Juan Yanez, uh, Jesse Hartman, Je- uh, Nick Jungers, uh, Amanda Alfara, William McGuffer. Uh, 
<laughs> William McGufferin. Yes. Yes. Reno in Texas. He came through this town and texted me that he was here. So I stopped That's to cool. say hello to him. He's oh, terrific. Cool. Thanks for being here, Reno. Good to see you, buddy. Uh, Tiffany. No, Timothy. Shit. Sorry, Tim. <laughs> Timothy Hunt. Uh, CIS Hit Squad. I'm hmm. not sure what that is. It's a bunch I of it. different people together. Hopefully which, they're not minors. No, they're. So we know uh, you can't they, have them in your hit squad. I think they know better. Yeah. Uh, Ashley Vio. She's fucking fantastic. And then uh, Mike Kennedy. Again, I think it's the same Mike. Uh, Heather you. Norton. Uh, and she also sent us a gift. I got to open oh, that's that so still. Cool. Thank, Thank you, you, Heather. Uh, Juan Ortiz, Leah Campbell, Michael, no, Michelle Terry. Oh, Michelle Terry Photographs. That's what that is. Oh, cool. Uh, Beth Grim... Uh, fuck. <laughs> Beth Grimwood. That's what it is. Melissa Coyle, uh, uh, Alana, Alana Crenard, Margie Coonsey. Uh, she, she's yeah, been she's around cool. forever. Thank, Thank you, you, Margie. Uh, Sarah Donnelly, uh, Ken, uh, Ken Slattery, or Slattery. Uh, uh, I'm so bad at this. Uh, Matt Dietrich. That's like the noise that you make when you see your little boy when he's like three. Take a swing with the wiffle ball bat. Kind of. That's cute, buddy. Good try. Uh, Guido Pip. uh, Shannon Feltus. She's fantastic, too. Uh, Kate Myers. Ashley Wolf. Jeremy Ochoa. Stephen Rude. Elizabeth Wolfinger or Wolfinger. Uh, It could be Wolfinger. Wolf. Finger. They don't, don't have know. fingers. No. Uh, Nicole Johnson, Gina Miller, Cat with no last name, uh, Justin Miller, uh, Max with no last name, Christian Vasquez, uh, Sharifa Charles. I think that's Sharifa Hay, and she got married or something. Oh, I think, I think so. Using, maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Or she got divorced. Or and I'm just reminding her of or fucking pain. Just a different person. Or, um, or it's a different person. <laughs> uh, Kath Leader, uh, Under the Sea Fabrics, Caitlin Jeffrey, uh, Josh Brooks, Bryant Tool, Jack, no, yeah, Jack Fisher, uh, <laughs> Kay Overbay, uh, Jason Fuller, of course. Oh, Oh, yeah, and Jason, he sent fucking you, baseball jerseys, bro. I can't wait to see him. They, oh, I they can't sound wait. fucking rad. Yeah, I can't dude, wait Jason's the man. Thank yeah. you. We'll see you in Detroit, buddy. Uh, Alejandro Garza, Stephanie Simon, uh, Martina Kunkel, Pierce DeCorey, DeCorsey, DeCorkey. Uh, Doug, <laughs> Doug Mace sent a message because he had to uh, change his uh, Patreon. Don't. Don't fucking no, apologize yeah. to us. Thank ever. you for wanting to give us a cent. Before you yeah. take care of us, uh, yeah. And you want to give us a dime? We appreciate. Can't it. Thank wait you. to see you in Philly, Doug. No doubt. Uh, Craig McGeechan or in uh, D.C. Whichever Wherever one you're you want to go. Uh, Jeff with no last name. Jamie Finch. Uh, David Wilson. Rob Roberts. Dita Vasquez. Uh, Catherine Morales. Shelley Warners. Uh, Lauren Demarath in Chicago. Thank uh, you. Michael Hester. Ariana Folsom up there in uh, L.A. I think or San Diego. She's in California. One of the uh, California. Southern <laughs> and California Colleen, somewhere. And Colleen, holy fuck, am I really going to... Uh, S-C-Z... No. S-Z-C-Z-Y-B-O-R. C-Z-B-O-R? C-Z-B-O-R. Colleen... Sabor? Colleen... Because sometimes all those letters are really easy. Like It sounds like it's like a sh or something. It's definitely Colleen C. Or Colleen S. Colleen S. We thank you, Colleen. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. You guys are amazing. We can't tell you how much we appreciate all that you do for us. Uh, we hope it comes across yeah. in our in our love for you. Love uh, and, uh, we do love you. Thank you so much for hanging out with us and for everything you do, especially our producers. Thank you so much. We're not going to stop this because there's a trillion of these cases out yeah. there. And as long as we keep finding them, especially unknown <laughs> weird ones like yeah. this, we're, we're going to have a lot of fun doing this and, <laughs> and be excited to present this shit to you. So uh, that said, Jimmy, where 
can they find you if they want to be excited to look into you? <laughs> you can, what? <laughs> you know. can find me at Wisman Sucks on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, and I appreciate you guys. Thank you. If you want to look into James deep inside deep him, with you, a bulldozer, you, you, you spread, where, where do you look? With a bulldozer. <laughs> you go to at Jimmy P is funny is where you can find me, or just copy and paste my last name from the show description and search and find me all over the damn place. I don't try to spell it, though. You'll hurt yourself, your eyes, and your hands. It just doesn't work out. Your wrist, you'll end up in a brace. Dislocated middle finger. It's fucking terrible. Don't do that. But uh, that said, I've had a blast this week. This even Even with this sad, sad story, it was still crazy enough yeah. to, to be a good time. And thank you guys so much for joining us. And until next week, everybody, it's been our pleasure. Bye. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Small Town Murder early and ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen early and ad-free with Wondery Plus and Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. If you don't know when Crystal Pepsi was discontinued, what was in Al Capone's vault, or which famous meteorologist is Lenny Kravitz's second cousin, then you haven't spent enough time on Wikipedia. But that's okay. I am here for you. I'm Darcy Carden, and I'm inviting you to listen to my new podcast, WikiHole, from Smartless Media. Discover the craziest rabbit holes on Wikipedia with me and my funny friends as we bring the cyber frontier directly to your tympanic membrane. And if you listen to my podcast, you've learned that that's the sciencey term for eardrum. We embark on a hyperlink roller coaster as we start out on a Wikipedia page and go from link to link to link to link, careening through trivia, oddities, and unexpected connections until we collectively shout, How the hell did we get here? Follow WikiHole on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to WikiHole ad free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.